Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Who's speaking right now? Talk Recorded live. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the tech call for, what is it, March 27th, 2015. I'm John. We're every Friday night. Tonight, we have a specific case that we're working on with regards to shielding someone's home that is a target individual being attacked with hits to their body, electrical shocks, and various anomalies throughout their home. We also have Len here tonight who is an expert on all these matters and is going to join the discussion. If you would like to join the discussion, start it on your telephone line. All right, who wants to start it off? This is Jolene. Am I supposed to talk? Yeah, well, just give us a quick overview as much as you would like to tell everyone. And then, you know, we will join in discussion with what's going on there with you. Okay, uh, my name is Jolene. I live in California. And uh, my husband and I are both being uh, attacked, uh, both uh, sabotaged, followed. We have helicopters. Um, We're in some important lawsuits. Um, We're fighting over an estate. And um, there seems to be the trustee involved. The trustee has got, uh, is an ex-CIA lawyer. Um, and we are being attacked mostly right now with electromagnetic something or another that buzzes us heavily. It's like an, an, an airplane engine. It goes like at night at 3 in the morning. We've, I've seen drones. Um, we're getting heavy chemtrailing over our house. And we get gang stalkers and walk uh, by. Last night our car was stolen. And uh, I was Whoa. terribly zapped. I was terribly zapped last night. We reported it to the police. Police came over, uh, that kind of thing. And then I thought, well, the military guy who lives next door showed up. And then they have this huge surveillance wagon that shows up. And when that happens, when I say surveillance wagon, it's like the the 20 foot tall, huge, uh, no windows, uh, brand new vehicle that uh, parked next door. And when those people show up, I get really, really zapped at night in my bed. Um, may I ask what uh, what area are you living in, ma'am? Nine one six zero six Valley Glen, California, right right up the uh, little borough of Los Angeles, in the valley. Oh, okay, that's that's um, that's about where I am as well. I'm I'm um, right near the we're neighbors basically. We're right. I'm right okay. near uh, in the Chatsworth um, um, Chatsworth area. Okay. Chatsworth Sherman Oaks area. Um, okay. But I wanted to elaborate on the. Um, on a phenomenon in radio frequency electronics called conduction pattern. You see, the common misconception is if you have an entire array of conductors that are all hooked up as you know, one single conductor, as in a, um, a whole array of pipes in a, um, in a dwelling or in a building or whatever, see all those pipes are, you know, they're, they're intrinsically connected to one another all throughout the, the, the building, all the water pipes and all that stuff. And then the gas lines are all connected to each other in a, you know, in a separate fashion. However, what must be done is multiple groundings. 
especially multiple groundings um, along, you know, quarter lambda or half lambda, that's wavelength, half wavelength or quarter wavelength along those conductors. That's how electromagnetic pulse shielding works. Mm -hmm. in, um, in other words, multiple grounds is, is the best way to, uh, to alleviate all of, that, um, all of that radio frequency interference because if you have one side that's grounded and the other side is not, it will still act as a carrier for those for those frequencies because it acts as a um, as an antenna because there's there's um, different um, impedances different different um, mismatches and discrepancies as far as the conduction pattern goes. If um, anybody out there is familiar with radio frequency electronics, um, they would know exactly what I'm talking about as far as conduction patterns. That's um, that's how all of the uh, shielding in um, military aircraft and other um, high-grade military electronics are shielded from electromagnetic pulse and from ESD and from EMI. It's not just one ground post on one place, but multiple ground posts, sometimes even hundreds or thousands of ground posts strategically placed all over the chassis, all over the place. And that is the most effective way. Um, in layman's terms, give me some practical things to actually do. I own my home. I think there's copper piping. Exactly what okay. do I do? Right, coming back coming back to that, and this is one of my this is one of my <laughs> main things that we do with the copper. You take a pair of jumper cables, jumper the copper wire into a thick metal object, as thick as you can get it. Either a jack or a chain or galvanized trash can, whatever you can get down there, it has to be steel because you want that energy going out of the pipe and into something else. Now, how elaborate you get with that is up to you, but I think the thickness of the jumper cable is enough to reroute some of that. And so, so excuse me, John, um, Glenn, do I go in an organized fashion every five or six feet along the underneath of the house in an organized fashion, continually grounding as I'm going? Exactly. Okay. Right. So, right. If she can afford that, you you need to expand on what that involves. Are you talking about a sep a grounding rod for each place you're going to ground something? Well, I heard that the government grounds every five or six feet when they're doing a zero room, and it does seem I do have many grounding wires in that room that I'm trying to put together with it's all aluminum. And as far as having the money. I don't think anyone's got enough money for this. Um, I'd go to Campbell's Soup if I had to to stop this zapping. Um, I don't want the criminals to win. Um, they're trying to steal our estate, and they're trying to steal our lives, and they're trying to bury America. And um, I just can't, with good conscience, allow that to happen. More power to you. Um, there's also grounding well, there's techniques. Different, that, there's different schools of thought to this. Some feel that if you add more to the ground, it lets more in. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's buyer beware. Some have success with this. Some do not. And you should probably look at your dirty electricity before you do any of this. If okay. You are, if you're pushing like six or ten dirty volts into your house, then you need to be calling your power company and telling them, then you've got a power problem because okay. our friend in Florida did exactly that. She had burnt out holes in her outlets. She called the power company. They showed up and told her that she had wires crossed that did not belong being crossed. So they fixed it, 
and she's been getting a little relief now since they fixed it. Okay, good advice. It'd also be a, it'd also be a good idea to, to check every one of your outlets with a um, indicator that indicates that there is a present ground and the hots and neutrals are not reversed, and, and, uh, and that the uh, neutrals and grounds are separate in, in the sense of them being you know, separate in the wall socket. They do join at, you know, outside the house, but if they're not wired correctly, they will not indicate that on the indicator. And these indicators are relatively cheap. You can get them at um, a hardware store, Home Depot, and whatnot. They're a little, little yellow box, about you know, two inches by three inches, and mm -hmm. um, you know, they go for about maybe five dollars or, or a little less even. And they mm -hmm. have three little um, neon lights on them, two, uh, you know, two orange ones and one red one. And you, you just plug that into the wall. And if there are any faults present, it will indicate that right away. Mm -hmm. Is the name, please? Pardon me? What is the name of, of, of the indicator? The name of the indicator. Uh, Rory, did you have that indicator? That, the ground indicator? Yeah. Um, you don't know where it is. Uh-oh. Hold on. Here it is. Okay, this device right here. It is called a... Gardner Bender, um, um, and you can have the GFCI test uh, button on it. This is a little bit more sophisticated one. The, um, the part number is GFI, as in George Frank Ida, dash 3501. It's called a GFCI outlet tester. Glenn? Yes. Glenn, this is Jolene again. Um, my husband can't get his phone to work, but there are a few things that I guess he wants to ask. Um, it could be about okay. the ground, because I think he did get a meter and check the dirty electricity. I'm going to pass my headset over to him. His name is Dion. Okay. Uh, hello, Glenn. Hello. Hi. Um, I was listening in on the other line, but for some reason I couldn't get my line unmuted, and I kept trying to jump in. Nobody could hear me. So I'm borrowing my wife's phone here for a second. Um, I was That's the artificial intelligence playing around. <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was listening very carefully to uh, your commentary about the grounding, and I was trying to jump in uh, as Jolene was describing certain things to you. Uh, yes, our house is completely uh, copper piped, and uh, I've gone around the entire house, including the meter. I've checked. The copper piping is grounded to a grounding rod. The gas lines are separately grounded to a grounding rod, and the okay. electrical meter is also separately grounded with a green, green ground wire that's also connected to one of the grounding rods. I have so all the ground rods another, are separate? Yeah, they're all separate. I've sunk another okay, four uh, grounding rods into the earth about seven feet uh, around the perimeter okay. of the house, and I've used them in various capacities, tying them to certain things, but it does not seem to eliminate... Um, the uh, amplification or radio frequencies that are being absorbed by the house. Additionally, I do have one of those yellow testers that you were talking about. I've gone around every single outlet in the house, and I also okay. have a, a meter. Uh, I've gone extensively checking uh, all everything to make sure that we don't have any dirty electricity. From what I can see, I don't. And yet, we still okay. receive an enormous amount of either microwave or EF frequency. I'm, we ordered a Tenmar uh, three-axis meter that has a very broad range. 
Do you, I have, have, do you have a do you have a digital multimeter? I do. You, when you put when you put the black in the ground hole of any outlet, and then hold the red, and set the bolts to what is it AC? Do you, what what number do you get? At this at this point, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and run that test. But they all seemed. I think all of the readings were identical. Okay. Um, do you have an oscilloscope? I do not have a scope. I can get one though. Okay, because um, the reason why I was asking is because um, one of the things you can do with an oscilloscope is to actually look at the um, at the line itself to see if the 60 cycle carrier is clean. Because it doesn't sound like it would be clean. It sounds like there is probably a broadband over power line and maybe some other signals being injected into your uh, power grid that would have to be filtered out, filtered out from the um, from the box. How would I do? And how would I do that? Um, there are um, modules out there called um, line conditioners, and these line conditioners will filter out all of that um, higher frequency noise and other kind of um, you know, other kinds of stray signals that are in the line. Copy that. Let me um, let me also mention one other thing, because Connie earlier was talking about um, the Romex lines and the uh, coax cables running in parallel in proximity to each other. I have disconnected. Even when we turned off the Time Warner cable, I went the extra measure and went up to the roof and disconnected the cable line from the telephone pole. So I have no right. active signal coming through my coax into the house at all. And most okay. of my electrical in the house is run through conduit. I don't have any exposed Romex. So those are okay. issues that I, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with as well. Yeah, that's uh, fine. It sounds like you can, can have the Can I add one thing there. real quick? Yeah, please. They, they can hit your house with scalar and electrify things. <clears throat> and I'm talking about a TV was unplugged for three months and it was emitting electromagnetic radiation and the carpeting, which had nylon mesh backing and the carpet tacks, that was also emitting like um, electrical fields. Um, so yeah, and, and is I'm getting the feeling yeah, look, how that much, everything how much, that's... How much work have you done to the perimeter of your property? How much, how much open ground do you have around your property? I'm on a corner lot, and uh, the, the lot is roughly 5,500 square feet. It's um, maybe a 2,000-square-foot house. So I've got a backyard and a front yard and a garage, so I have a substantial amount of perimeter around the house. Are, are, are you able to lay out any of these thick iron objects out on your lawn or close to the sidewalk? Railroad spikes? I am. Directly? Yeah, I, I, I could do that. Why do now, you say? Um, there's a, I'm sorry. Um, there, there's a shielding that I use also, and um, I tell everybody about it on every call. And it's used for packaging of military-grade hardware and electronics for shipping aboard the, um, the battleships and destroyers. <laughs> so that the klystrons and radar towers don't wipe the equipment out. And this uh, material, it comes in rolls. You can get it on eBay and um, other um, online outlets. And it is called MIL-B-131H. Okay, wait a minute. I've got to write that down. MIL is in MIL? Yes. MIL-what? Dash beta. B beta, dash, yeah. Yes. Dash 131H Hotel. 131H. Okay. Um, now, this is a product. Who manufactures this product? 
Um, it's um, manufactured by um, this one military place. I think it's called Every Spec, or um, you know, I'm not exactly sure who the manufacturer is. But if okay. you type that number in, you know, you type the number into Google, you get you know a whole bunch of links that will point you to it. And, who's and what is this material akin to? What's it like? It's it, it look it's kind of like um, it, it looks like uh, like like dull lustered aluminum foil, but it's coated with a uh, you know poly uh, polypropylene type of plastic. So that way, when you um, make a make a like a sack out of it, you can seal it with a with a heat sealer like they use for shipping, or you know seal a meal device. A heat sealer will you know seal it so you can make you know any shape you want. You can make bags out of it. You can make uh, you know, big long sheets by you know sealing a whole bunch of pieces together. Oh, okay. Does it shrink? Yeah, but see, he he needs relief that he can do right now. I mean, he needs some things that he can go try as soon as he gets off this call to see if he gets any results with like what he has there. And well, you know, and that's 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 all really, really, really good information. I appreciate that from all of you. Um, the specific. Uh, issue here is that my wife Jolene is the one that is specifically targeted. Um, she was uh, a pivotal issue in several of our uh, lawsuits and, and in my family estate, uh, and, and so she is obviously the one that's targeted. I feel and hear a lot of residual. I'm affected by uh, what she's calling the zapping, but I cannot hear all of the tones that she's hearing, and I do not have the sensitivity that she does. The best way to get a quick ear on it, if you can, is get a couple police scanners that go up to 900 megahertz and look around that 400 megahertz band and you will hear on the VHF channel, you will hear the distinct um, anomalies that are obviously not noise. If you want other things that you could get to hear it, a simple AM radio. That's a portable radio. Shortwave on 10 megahertz picks up a lot. Okay, what what frequency am I uh, am I tuning into to hear? 10 megahertz on shortwave. 10 megahertz on shortwave. What about um, on the police band? Well, the police bands you want to search between like 400 to 500 megahertz, and that's usually because the police scanners don't go up to you know 800 or 900 megahertz, but what uh, you're looking for in this case would be the harmonics, you know, the, the you know the first order harmonics of, you know, say 800 megahertz. You know, the first harmonic would be you know the 400 megahertz, and you could pick that up with receivers on a, um, it'd be a lower level signal, and you know a lot of the uh, receivers are tuned to cut that stuff out, but they can still be picked up. They're called okay. Harmonics. That's really that's interesting as well, and uh, it's very easy to go get a police band radio and listen to that. But um, now one other thing, of course or there's a thousand things, but I'll just keep mentioning stuff as it comes up. Um, the, first it. Thing that we did, the first thing that we did um, was take, as Jolene mentioned, a walk-in closet that we have in our master bedroom that we were able to afford to do away with and to see if we can experiment with a, a space. And initially, we wrapped the entire room in aluminum foil, and then we went with uh, several layers of aluminum foil and grounded it out to a grounding rod in the yard and okay. trying to create a Faraday cage. Um, it yeah. seemed, and we seemed to to seal as much of it as possible, and yet I was not able to get uh, cellular service to go to no service or eliminate in the room completely. Then I went into, um, I purchased four by four sheets of 
uh, 0.032 mil aluminum, actual heavy aluminum sheeting. And I literally screwed it to every space of the room, top, ceiling, floor, walls, um, and went over each seam with aluminum tape, grounded that out. It didn't seem okay. to make much of a difference. It seemed to reduce the cell service from two bars to one and maybe zero occasionally. Um, you may have to uh, do the screen room architecture. You know, a radio frequency screen room is architected to where uh, a radio frequency technician calibrating you know, key fobs, calibrating cell phones, calibrating transmitters, receivers, and what have you. It's done in a room that is triple layered. And, you know, there's one, you know, one layer is um, you know, all metal. One layer, and, is, and one, one layer is going to give you 60% reduction. Two is going to right. give you 80, and three is going to give you 90, and four is yeah. going to get... It's called skin yeah. depth. Yes. Okay. They, they, they have to be like a copper screen as one layer, and the screen has to be fine enough mesh. It's a little bit finer than the, than, you know, the screens for your screen doors, and the reason right. is because it has to be – the mesh at those frequencies, it's like a mirror. Okay, that's, right, and it has like to be smaller screen. than the wavelength that it's trying to – Exactly. It's just like the screen on your microwave oven door. You, know? you can see through it, but at that 2.145 gigahertz, it's like a mirror. Right. Okay. So in these layers, uh, should there be some inert material between the layers? Um, mylar, aluminumized mylar. Aluminumized mylar. So then I would go with like a thick layer of aluminum sheeting, then cover that with mylar, then what would be the suggested next layer? Copper mesh. Copper mesh. And then on top of that? Another layer of aluminum and okay. um, the aluminumized mylar. And it, it basically would be a, um, a, a composite sandwich of um, dielectric and um, um, opposing metallic conductors. Because part of what you're looking for is a, the rectification involved in the galvanic reaction between the interaction of uh, two different metals. To say copper and aluminum at that junction, it acts as a diode rectifier. When you uh -huh. incorporate that into the design, it will also nullify the signals. Got you. But again, we're only talking about electromagnetic frequencies. This has zero effect on microwave radiation, if I'm not mistaken. Well, microwave radiation is electromagnetic radiation. What it will is not it have an effect, though, is the scalar. The, the scalar radiation is, is a, um, that, that's a beast in and of itself. And I know exactly how to conquer it, but the problem is uh, nobody that I know has, you know, the $100,000 that would be required to purchase a Tektronics Defense Network um, um, spectrum analyzer and uh, signal repeater type device. And that's what would have to be done to conquer the scalar. Because scalar works with two interacting um, signals that are working in conjunction with each other phase-wise, and there's a uh, localized area of destructive interference in the interaction zone. And the only way to break that stuff up is to disrupt one of those two signals. Right. That, is why, that is why I emailed you about the degauss coils on the monitors, and we were talking about hardwiring some antennas on some of these old tube-type TVs. These are the kinds of experiments we're going to have to do. And I know for right. a fact, if you line up your old-school CRT TV in line with where it's coming from, it disrupts it. And that is why they want everybody off these CRT TVs. So... I find that any electromagnetic pulse will disturb it. Google Spark Gap Transmitter. Spark Gap Transmitter, yes. There you go. 
I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Mark Gap Transmitter. Mark Cap would be S-M-A-R-C. Spark, as in electric sparks. Okay. And the and gap as in, as in generation gap. Okay. And spark gap what? Could you repeat that? Transmitter. Transmitter. Spark gap transmitter. Now let me, um, again, uh, jumping in, what, what sorts of devices would these signals, these two-coordinated signals required for scalar, or where would they originate? They could originate from the ground wave emergency network towers, also known as GWEN towers. They, they can um, originate from cell phone towers. They can originate from satellites. But the fact of the matter is they are all working as one. It's a collective. It's like, you know, it's like think of an ant colony. You, know, you, right. you knock out one or, two, you know, one or two ants, it's not going to do anything other than piss the rest of them off. But so what the um, idea is that, how do they know where to direct this energy though? How does it focus? Well, it's focused through um, three um, distinct electromagnetic phenomena. One is called phased array beam steering. The other phenomenon is called beam shaping. And then the other phenomenon is called modulation envelope. And that is mostly done through terahertz carriers. Okay, but again, how can if you're a targeted individual and these scalar waves are being pointed directly at you, how are they being? How are you identified as the target for this steering? Well, it's going to sound far out, but here we go. They target your DNA. Okay. Right. Everybody, everybody has a distinct DNA pattern, a DNA fingerprint. It's unique to you. Now. Anybody out there can go online and type this into Google. DNA is a fractal antenna in electromagnetic fields. Yeah. You see, they, they have weaponized your DNA as being a receiver-transmitter fracking system. How do they know your code, your particular yeah, DNA code? All, all it takes is for them to have taken blood once in your entire life at a doctor's office or, you know, some perp can look through your trash can and get a Kleenex. Then they have your DNA. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, okay, gentlemen, you've been incredibly informative. I'm going to hand Jolene her phone back. Uh, in well, case just one more, thing, but one more thing before you leave. Yes. We are working on a new generation of resistor wear that actually uses electronic components at a resistor level to put over directly infected areas if she feels like she is implanted and has some specific areas that are giving her a hard time, you can apply these things and get a little electrical resistance and it will actually break up some of the hits to the bottom of the feet. It just depends on how you apply this resistance. Now, there's a little bit of a discussion going on as to the composite material in the resistor. I'm not here to debate that. I'm not here to debate state-of-the-art nano-crystalline technology with people. I'm here to look at this as an electrical problem and provide electrical resistance to the problem. we got to be clear about that. We are not diagnosing any ulcers here. We're not treating medical conditions. We are simply applying electrical resistance in between the human body and the source of the electrical problem. So we're clear on that. And I get that. 
Um, John, I guess, I, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to jump off here quite so quick. Uh, whoever that was, Connie, if you want to continue, please go right ahead. I just wanted to say it sounds like your wife is um, EMF sensitive because of the targeting she endured. I'm EMF, severely EMF sensitive. I'm like a walking tri-field meter, and uh-huh. I'm also a targeted individual. So if she contacts Derek and asks for my contact information through Freedom, he'll give her my contact information, and I can tell her what has helped me. I haven't disclosed everything that has helped me on these Freedom calls because I know that the perps listen. Okay, that's great. Um, we are new to this, and I don't know how to get in touch with anybody. So could somebody give me a website or an email address or something? Look, that look we can you, email, you email shieldingteam at gmail.com. I will send you the two documents on um, electronic harassment. I'll give you the paper on the histamines. I'll give you the paper on the bio antennas. And then... You can peruse that. I'll give you Eleanor White's ebook, and you can look at the different things we've been talking about. And if you need anything else, you can call Derek or go okay. to Freedom. Is this John? Yes. Yes. Okay, John. Again, my name is Dino. My wife's name is Jolene. If I didn't, uh, did I get this correctly? Shielding team at gmail dot com. That's correct. Okay. And again, now, um, jumping back into this conversation, because as we talk, there are so many things that cross my mind. Um, with regard to an RFID chip, um, I, I heard a few people speaking earlier about they are pretty sure or 90% sure that they have a chip. Uh, it, can't it be 100% identified with a reader? I mean, if you use a, a simple chip reader that you use on your dog or cat, can't you identify an RFID chip in your body? Nah, there's, not, they, not don't, get, don't get sucked in by that because there's different strokes for different folks. There's, These things there's can, many, many technologies. Yes. Many, many technologies. But nanotechnology is the worst one of all. It is the most insidious of all. And from what I understand, that's affiliated with the chemtrail problem and, and whatnot. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Everybody's been infected. Everybody's infected. Okay. That's what Morgellons. That's what Morgellons disease is. Only some right, people which... are exhibiting symptoms that that is what are known as biorejection. Okay. Some people are exhibiting this uh, autoimmune response to exposure to this crap, and they are biorejecting it. And these uh-huh. poor people are going to the doctors and they're getting told they're crazy. Right. That's Morgellons. Right. That's Morgellons. Um, one more question. Um, as uh, as we know, this is an immediate problem, and, and, and my wife is having a very terrible time sleeping, and it's uh, it's it really disrupted our lives. Uh, what I'm, I'm obviously we're looking for some solution or some relief, as most people on this thread are. Uh, my my other question would be with regard to the scalar um, radiation now. All the other EMF radiation, I would assume that if you get out of the zone, if you get away from the city, if you get in a natural home or get off grid, if you get far enough away from Gwen Towers or cell towers uh, or the basic infrastructure, I would assume that you would be able to insulate yourself to some degree from at least the microwave and the EMF radiation. Uh, I've had a lot. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I've had a lot of luck on Indian reservations where there is virtually no power grid whatsoever, and you know, being out in the bush, and I've had you know relief there. But uh, you know, that's not really a practical approach for most people. <laughs> I understand. And then with regard to scalar, um, how do you get out of its range? How far do you um, have to well, go to get away from all this stuff? Well, the problem is the entire planet is immersed in this electromagnetic soup. This is, you know, it, everybody out there can look at, you know, the origin of all of this and, and the dynamic, you know, the basic gist of all of this. If they were to go to YouTube and look up this, uh, it's about a seven and a half minute video. It's called NSA as a National Security Agency, Long Range Takeover of America, starring Michael Aquino. Okay, so NSA... Long range long, takeover of America. Of America. Long, it long range patents. takeover. Okay. Yes, watch that because it's very informative, and there there are even um, dozens of patents listed at the end of the video, as far as how all this technology, you know, all all this technology that, that's been patented. Okay, and it's it's public knowledge, but uh, you just have to dig for it. Wow. Okay. Can, um, can I say one other thing? It's re it's really important that your wife grounds herself too, and there's a number of things that she can do to try to protect her her energy, her aura, and um, it, it does help, especially if you're EMF sensitive and being targeted, because I actively do these things, and um, other TIs I've talked to, I've shared some information, and they also do these things. It won't solve everything, but does it help? It does help. Um, okay, well, you may want to tell Jolene uh, a procedure there for uh, grounding because she's tried to, ground, tried to ground herself before, and it almost seems like it increases it rather than, you know. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually trade phones back with Joe so she can talk to you guys again. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. God bless. Okay, Jolene, I'm back here again. All right, we have a couple people that want to join the discussion. I, I know, Michigan, Michigan, you must have something to add to this. Yeah, hi, it's um, Jody in Michigan. I just wanted to say that um, something that I found has helped me because I know that I'm implanted is um, using uh, silicone or neoprene um, pot holders that I bought at the dollar store. Um, they work quite effectively, but I found out that they didn't uh, take care of everything all the time. And Len did tell me about hot water bottles with olive oil in it, which I'll be honest with you, I haven't tried yet, but I do believe him. And uh, I will eventually try that because they were hitting me in my heart, causing pain. So uh, anyways, um, I would try some of those um, because I had tried several things. I had even put on like two pairs of leather gloves when they were um, attacking my hands, and that was not even helping. I was uh, wrapping them in foil. It was just terrible. So I know how you feel, but mm -hmm. I find that this is uh, quite effective is the neoprene and silicone. Um, I found them in pot holders. So that's one thing, uh, but Connie does have a lot of good ideas, and obviously, thank God, we have uh, John and Len, too, because they do, too. Um, and uh, also, be wary of um, underground wires going to your um, underground pipes outside, because I found underground wires going to my gas pipes. 
Okay, very interesting. Um, yeah, Melinda you, gotta, would like you, have you have to understand, they have they have teams of engineers that know exactly precisely where to put everything they need to put. If if there are any wires that do not belong there, cut them. If there's anything that looks out of place, move it. If you suspect any tampering with anything, you got to deal with it. Because, like I said, as soon as you turn your back, they're in there modifying whatever they need to to get the results that they need to get. That's why you can build a full four-layer Faraday cage. They will come in, see what you made out of, and then they'll just turn the damn thing up and shoot holes in four layers of material. So you're fighting a very hostile force here with this. And also, if you see the helicopters down low, um, get get yourself a video camera and take videos and camera picture shots of them, and they will run away. But I would do that as um, evidence of um, harassment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I take a lot of videos in, in the neighborhood of uh, gang stalkers, and the I tried to get the drone the other day but it disappeared as fast as I ran in the house to go and get a binocular. And I really should have just used my phone because it was visible, probably would have been visible on my uh, camera phone. Some of them are not. Um, there's some interesting I'll tell you things. That I, I'll tell you something that I did. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Is I actually taped my phone to my binocular so that way I could take an enlarged picture with my binocular and phone hooked up together. Oh, yes. no, not funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely possible. We had a need telescope uh, at one time, and we were taking pictures, and I said to my husband, you know what we need to do? We need to put a camera on the feed so that we can get that um, drone in, in, in perfect clarity so that we can show that we're being targeted um, through these different methods. We got a third call from South California. Do you have anything to add to this? I actually think that that this is Dino, and I think that my phone finally figured out how to unmute itself. Oh, all right, here, all right. Just sorry when you want to talk again. What about Central Michigan? Hi. This is Mary in Central Michigan. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Mary. Um, I want to address this to Jody first. You're talking about little dots of putty. Uh, yes, I've seen them too. And what I believe is in that little dot of putty, look for a tiny black spot. And I believe that's a, a sensor or a receiver. Wow. I've seen okay. them. Okay. That's thank forever. You, thank you, Mary. Yeah, thank you, Mary. I know I still have to call you one of these days. I have not forgotten. It's just on my list of things to do, which is quite long. But thank you, I, because this is the first time I just found this a couple of days ago. All right, East Virginia, I, I know you must have something to add. Yes, uh, I have something to add about shielding. I purchased a yoga mat. It's a right thick one. It's not the regular thin one. And it's extra long. And I put it under my sheet, and that seems to give me a lot of relief. And I just wanted to make that. Also, the, the uh, curtains that are room darkening curtains, I actually put under my pillow area, and that seems to help too. 
and it's got like a rubber backing on it. And um, I'm searching online right now, and there is a uh, material that's actually a stainless steel. It's a real lightweight mesh that's used in hospitals and for uh, people that are pregnant that can't be around um, electronic um, electromagnetic fields. And um, but it's eighty-five dollars a yard. But it, I found it under when I was searching for military fabrics, and that's this is what came up as something that was shield. I've never heard of the stainless steel. It's a hundred percent stainless steel, but it's real fine, and um, you can make clothing out of it. I don't know if anybody's heard of that before. Okay. Now that that stuff sounds like uh, the the military shielding that I was talking about. In fact, that shielding would be perfect for um, also shielding against the VMAD's active denial weapon platform aboard the Humvees made by Raytheon for crowd control. See, yeah, I was searching for what you how I found this. I was searching for the MIL 813H, but I couldn't find it. What was that before? It was something between the MIL and the 813. What was that that you said? MIL hyphen B as in beta hyphen one three one H hotel. Oh, okay. I had it wrong. Okay. All right. One three one. Okay. All right. Because I did come up with some military fabrics, and then I came to a site that, that sold military fabrics, and this is what came up for blocking. It's the only thing that actually did come up, and I've never seen this before in all the other ones. And it also states that the other fabrics have fillers in them and aren't 100% metal, and this is 100% stainless steel. But it's real fine, and you can sew with it. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh-huh. $85 dollars is right Yeah. But it's you, right you have yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd share that. I wanted to share it because any time you find something new like that, you know, it, it could help somebody. And that's, that yoga mat really does help me. It's right thick. It's not one of the thin ones you usually buy for exercise. It's a thick one. And I was at the store the other day and just thought, well, I'd give it a try. I did try also one of the swimming hats, the rubber, the, uh, rubber swimming hats to wear at night. That might help, but I couldn't keep it on long enough because your head sweats so bad you just can't wear it. <laughs> My line just went dead for about 30 seconds. DARPA's probably on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the swimming hat might work, but it, it's actually too hot to wear. Your head will sweat up a storm at night if you keep that on all night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I actually took one of those lead aprons, and I wrapped it around my head like... Um, uh, a swami would, and <laughs> it was so heavy after a while that I did sleep with it, and it it did work. It's just so darn uncomfortable. How do you get a peaceful sleep? Right. I noticed with any of the ones that you wrap around you, like I tried the leather jacket, if you don't have it completely enclosed, uh, it won't work. Like if you want to use it for your head, you have to actually wrap it around your head and make sure there's no gaps. And that's right, difficult unless you make something that's going to be tight around your head. Well, yeah, other. because you'd have to tape around your neck. You'd have to tape around your wrist, around your waistline. I mean, you're creating an, a zero room just in that space where you're putting your jacket on or your hat, and you'd have to have a shielding mesh over your face. And, I mean, this gets so uncomfortable and insane. I can see why people are having a hard time uh, getting through this, um, you know, I can see where people feel futile. 
Um, right. Especially if they're unprotected and they have no money, I can't even imagine going through this. You know, the reason I decided to buy the yoga mat um, is because when I, I do sewing and I keep my patterns of material in plastic boxes and I laid the top of the box, plastic top of the box on the floor, the cat seems to want to get on everything that's plastic. Anything plastic, the cat will jump on and want to lay and go to sleep. So I thought, well, maybe the cat gets relief doing that. So that's why I decided to get the yoga mat, and it seems to really help. Oh, yeah. My cat is doing the same thing. Animals feel it. My cat's really, really discontent right now. He is not sleeping with me. He knows that the whole thing's a problem. Um, but, you know, I said earlier in this conversation that I'm using a, uh, I actually put a one-inch thick horse mat. It's, it's really, really thick, dense rubber. And there, there, there was relief for about an hour or two. Um, I thought, oh, wow, great. It, it felt like the energy was kind of boiling underneath me because it was pushing and pounding. But it, uh, within, within an hour or so, it was grinding away again um, and zapping me in the middle of the night. So uh, I don't know if there's a difference between your yoga mat and this dense, thick rubber, but um, yeah. that's not blocking it. You know? and then I, it just gets to be ridiculous where you're like, okay, you've got to line the sides of the bed with lead. Okay, you've got to line the underneath the bed. Yeah, this um, this might sound a little crazy. Uh, I'm do something else lately too that's helping. So the whole thing, the whole thing sounds crazy. So go for it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually pour a cap full of white vinegar in each ear after my shower. But not uh-huh. only that, I also use white vinegar. I, I pour it on a cloth and actually wipe my whole body with white vinegar before I get out of the shower, and that seems uh-huh. to help. Really? Okay, well, it's cheap and it's a good fix, so that, that sounds great. You'd smell pretty bad, <laughs> so like a salad, I guess. But I don't care how I smell. <laughs> okay, what about, what about people saying, this seems dangerous to me, but taking leaded fish weights and putting them in your ear and then taping over the ear, because I am hearing the frequencies. They sound like a Morse code, and there's different levels. There's harmonics, and it's annoying, but... No, it's just harmonics right now, as you said that. My phone went that. My phone uh-huh. did that, as you said that. Uh-huh. That, that's, and, what I, that's, that's what I call the holographic when, reality. <laughs> okay, there you go. And, um, of course, I, I stepped outside for a second. I noticed that what I call military man showed up sleeping with his mother. And, of course, I'm going to probably enter a big lashing tonight because of the phone call, which uh, you know, is what, what they do. You know, there's an interesting thing that happens. It's just kind of off the wall and interesting. But when there's something they want to listen into, say my husband has spoken to a lawyer and they want to hear the conversation between my husband and I, what we're planning, what our strategy is, he comes home for lunch, let's say, and we notice that our refrigerator, that's like a digital refrigerator, I noticed our refrigerator changes from cube to crush. We've got this joke, you know, honey, I've got a crush on you. And last night, when I disassembled all the fire alarms in the house because they were wired to the house and wired to protection one, which we uh, disassembled the mastermind of of protection one, when we make a move like that, they seem to do something different in drastic response. So when he came home to talk to me, um, the refrigerator kept changing like every 30 seconds. It would change to crush. I'd change it back to cubed. It would change to crush. That's like on the on the freezer side where you get cubed ice cubes or crushed ice. 
it kept changing, so it's an electronic thing. So, um, and at night, we turn off everything but the refrigerator. If there's zapping and we get a lot of helicopters at night, the refrigerator changes to crushed when I wake up in the morning. Right. Well, uh, there's they have a, control over all your electrical appliances, it seems, and they can actually, they turn the, they have, uh, just to, for irritation, when you walk into a certain room, the refrigerator comes on, you walk into another room, the uh, uh, heat comes on, and uh, the same with the window air unit in the summer. And um, it, it seems like every time you, you do something, they you got jet noise, and I know it's not that many jets going over here. I live in a military area, but I know that darn well that a lot of it's just piped-in noise. And, uh-huh. and it's, it's just uh, obnoxious, you know, from one room to the next. But they have a way of actually causing your appliances to come on when they feel like turning them on. Uh, I agree. And um, I've learned to unplug some expensive appliances because I know that they're wrecking them. I, tr- I plugged my iPod into my beatbox the other night to try and create um, dissonance sound with my husband playing the keyboards in one room and me playing Keith Urban in the other room. And um, they why erased my, they we, erased my why iPod. Don't we, why, don't we, why don't we touch on that subject real quick? while be terrific tonight. While Len is here, do, do you have any suggestions on shielding appliances? Because with this thing with her ice cube tray, they can control any electronic device that you have. With anything with a big motor in it, we're looking at magnet shield from less CMF, the thick rubber tires with the radial steel wires in them. What else, Len, are we missing here for the shielding of the appliances? Anybody? And Can I, I make a suggestion real quick? Yeah, yeah but just real quick. I, I, I'm going to unmute Jolene again in a second. I just, okay. I want to, I want to go, go, go ahead. I'm going to go down the list of callers real quick. Um, instead of putting on bathing caps and lead and all this stuff, if you take an extra uh, virgin olive oil, thick green extra virgin olive oil, and you take toilet paper and you make little wads and you saturate it in the extra virgin olive oil and you stick it in your ears, it does help. It doesn't feel yucky the next day. It actually feels very soothing. They're going through your eyes and your ears and possibly your nose. They can send a frequency to activate a chip if it's in a certain part of your body. So um, by doing grounding yourself, I don't use anything electronic to ground myself because you can't trust the utilities. Using child protector plugs with foil tape, stick them in all your open outlets. But for grounding, you can get things like products from EMF Blues. It helps ground your body. It uses crystal ceramic technology. It does work, um, and it does offer some relief. But um, those are some of the things. But the extra virgin olive oil, that does work because sometimes they're hitting me with extreme low frequency. Um, It's highly uncomfortable and everything. And, um, yeah, it helps. And I don't cover my head. I don't use magnets. I don't use a lot of those lead and all that stuff. Um, The only other thing I wanted to say is there's good YouTube videos. You can basically take um, your refrigerator, the things that are going to go for your refrigerator, your air conditioning unit, your furnace. You can find data plugs or the sensors, and you can disable them. So you'll still have a refrigerator. It just won't have the RFID technology or any type of data technology. Look for the blue wire. 
I, I also I, think I know that you said your husband undid like the cable wire or something from the box. At my house here, I don't have cable, but I've still got the cable wires themselves that are um, through the outside. Yeah, hi, John. This is Melinda. I just took the phone from Lynn. Uh, I have a couple things to say to Joy Rain and to Dino. Love to meet you because we do need to get together the TIs in the, you know, the South San Fernando Valley. There are a lot of us, and we a lot of, have not come out of the woodwork yet. So that would be great. Lennon, I would love to come over if you could help you in any way. It sounds very complicated, and you guys are very bright and should go through it uh, when you have the proper materials in the proper order. And uh, I have made grounding wires. Uh, they're not hard, but you have to make sure that the grounding into your house is pure and not contaminated. Um, things like that. And Len also fixed the line for me that for some reason where the television goes, they did not have a grounding uh, wire at all or a grounding plug, which is amazing. So he put that wire in for me. So uh, Dino and uh, Doreen, I would love to uh, meet with you. I've, uh, my name is Melinda Fee. I've been an actress for 35 years. I live in Sherman Oaks, California. And uh, this is really very hard on all of us, Hi. as you've heard. Hi, Melinda. Can you conversation? Yeah, Hi, Melinda. Said, this, this is Dino. Dino. Yeah, Hi, Dino. Can how you are you? Me? I'm okay. Yes. Um, I, I just wanted to say to John, I, I think he's the one in control on the end there with the mute and the unmute, and I think you've muted Jolene. She's in the other room, and I heard her try to say something a couple of times. Uh, um, tell, tell her to star eight on her telephone line. Okay. I I'm just want to answer it with the, and with I the cable have something line. To say. This is very, very important. I went to a neighborhood watch meeting last night, and it was absolutely fantastic. They had the chief, the new Van Nuys police chief there. They had our area here in Sherman Oaks uh, officer, uh, Soldano, so we took pictures with him naturally for our Facebook page. Also, uh, there was a lawyer there who handles a lot of the odd, weird cases in Van Nuys and Sherman Oaks. So naturally, we're going to set up an appointment with her. So uh, with, like, Dina and, and Joreen and people like that who are really bright, if we could mount a force with law enforcement, and I'm going to get a hold of Richmond because Richmond, California, has done this one county at a time in one city at a time. And it's really time because it's, it's going to be breaking out I mean, I, I just feel terrible about what's happening to you, Jareen. Um, wow, you're, you're really getting it, and uh, I'm so, so sorry. But I hope we can get together and um, start moving on the political front of this, which, which is necessary. So um, Derek has my uh, phone number, and John will give you Derek's number. Or actually, I can give you Derek's number because he's very open with it. Derek is the is our leader of SFCHS. His number well, I, is okay. Uh, and please contact John. John is amazing. Well, John's at shieldingteam at gmail dot com, right? Yes. Yeah. Let me and, give you a phone number. Derek. Derek's phone number. Okay. Um, okay. One sec. I, I don't want to mess it up. I do happen to have Derek's phone number in my wallet in case they ever pull me in on some false charge. That he's wonderful that way too, which they have known to do with people. His name is Derek Rob Robinson. 
His number is 513-568-1635. Okay, got and it. And we are having the big, uh, the big call tomorrow night, which uh, please uh, dial. The number is, ID number is 66339. It's important for you to hear that call because it has a lot of other info and the more you get involved, the more things you will hear, the more help and support you will get. What time? And I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Uh, how long have you lived in your home? Well, this particular home, we've only lived for about a year. Um, but we were suffering this at a prior, two prior residences before this anyway. Wow. Um, wow. So it has followed us around. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. All the, way, okay. all the way to Greece. Yeah, all the way okay. to Europe, well, um, yeah. The ID number you gave was six six three three nine. Uh, what time is the conference call? It's six o'clock uh, Western time. Six o'clock Pacific. Okay, great. Is there a PIN number, or is it the same as before? Well, that's the PIN number. Now you you call TalkShoe, and you put the number. You can do go into the chat room or into the phone call. The number is six six three three nine. To go into the chat room on your computer. Is this talkshoe.com? And then we'll be doing that. We'll right. be on the call instead. Well, you can do both. It's what okay. we're doing. We do both. So, um, and then well, put that timber in uh, where they ask. All right. Well, thank you all very much for all of your information. It's been enlightening and uh, an ongoing conversation, I guess. Okay, I will tell Derek it's it's fine to, to give you my number if and when you would like it. And Len is uh, staying here temporarily uh, while he sets up some business. So uh, if you would like uh, him to pop by, just let us know. Okay, we'll definitely do that. We'll be in touch. Okay, cool. Thank you very much, That's everybody, great. for all of your time and help. This is Jolene. I'd just like to say God bless, and um, I hope everyone has a good night's sleep. Can you hear me? I can Hello. hear you. Okay, I just want to say there's a um, a company that makes a um, rubber flooring system, and it, if they want to check it out on the website, it's a nice system. It's called TechFloor.com. TechFloor.com. TechFloor. It's capital T and capital F. Tech floor.com and they make several different kinds of rubber flooring some of it you can get smooth surface which would probably work maybe better but they have one site you might want to check out and then also with the frequencies what I'm finding is that here myself I really need to get my um, cable wires that are that are actually through the floor but they go outside even though my cables no longer hooked up I think they're using those those wires to make frequency noise. So Me I can get rid of those, you might want to do the same. Me too. That's what I think too. Because they we asked we asked Tim Warner to um take it off to uh, we, we canceled it and we found out later that they didn't take it off. Um and so they kept charging us and kept charging us, and we we asked them repeatedly to take it off, but they didn't. So it just seemed very collusive, and I suspect, you know, some kind of uh, uh, sabotage in that way. So they could be using those lines. 
Yeah, that's what I think they're using here. And it's got, you know, you can't just pull the end off it because it's some kind of a funky tool that you need, and I'm afraid to cut into it. Right. In case they've got, you know what I mean? Because you don't know if it's mm-hmm. a live wire or not. So it's kind of really scary. But I, I actually need to get a cable company person out here and command mm-hmm. them, you know, to cut the wires off and just pull the thing. Pull, pull the wires out from underneath the house, exactly. Right, yeah. Get, get it taken right out. Because I can hear them. They actually come up to the house at night and then they start the frequencies. And, and it's right where that thing is hooked up to the wall. Uh huh. What is it you're hearing? Um, just the the high pitch frequencies, but I can hear them uh, manipulating the wiring over there, and they're outside. Uh huh. So I well, can, that's what I mean. And and they triangulate, um, which I'm just learning what that means. You know, they'll go like in different areas. I can hear them going from one side of the house to the other. Mm. And I've and I recently. Um, have been I found three different coiled wires, so um, they were not in the house before. They took various wires. One was a coat hanger, one was copper, uh, the other one was just steel, and they they bent them in coils or in arcs where they coiled the ends of them. And I found them in three different mm-hmm. areas, like a triangle. So I removed mm-hmm. those, and uh, I just found Thank another you. another area. Um, today, which I believe is part of this uh, next frequency triangulation thing, where they had actually uh, uh, installed in the wall another um, phone line, like a landline, but it mm-hmm. was like the kind that mounts to the wall, and there was already like a phone line wire running through the wall next to it, so there were like two landlines that coming out of like the same area. Mm-hmm. So that one had uh, metal, uh, some kind of screws you know, like metal screws or something, not quite copper, but even though kind of copper color, um, with four screws. So I just took that thing out tonight, and I can tell already that there's a little bit of a of an improvement there. So I think I hit one of the other triangulation areas with the frequencies. And what does everyone recommend uh, to cover outlets? I find black gorilla tape works really good for me. I know Connie uses a uh, childproof um you know them childproof plugs, plugs but black gorilla that, tape is pretty good it, that blocks the electricity from and the e m f from coming into the room um yeah actually it it works pretty good for me okay. Um, but, and you know and, what, though, I wanted to make, I wanted to say something about what Melinda said with uh, these um, um, uh, neighborhood watch groups. You really got to mm-hmm. be careful with it. I know I know Richmond is is uh, California is doing good, but you got to realize that a lot of the stalking, this gang stalking, is being done through sheriff's departments under the guise of neighborhood watch. That is one hundred percent true. I would one hundred percent. I've identified it. It is one hundred percent true, and a lot of it is local police. And I don't know who's on this phone line and listening right now, but uh, uh, I've been actually harassed by police making fun that the house is being surveilled. Yeah. All right. This is one hundred percent true. We got. We have a lot of people that want to talk here. Who didn't go yet? Central Minnesota. Hi. 
Hey, 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 John, Lynn, still out, Lynn, still out. I, I, Wes? Yeah, how you doing? Is Lynn still out? I think. John, how you doing? Yeah. This is Antonio Carabillo from uh, New Jersey. Hello? How are you today? All right, pretty good. Uh, we've been playing a little bit of phone tag. Actually, it took me about a half hour to get on this call because they keep blocking my signal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically, um, I actually found something in my house. Basically, I had it for about 25 years. I'm 43 years old. I had it since high school. I built a lot of electronics in high school. And it's actually it's a small transducer, which picks up the frequencies. So if you put it across your iPad, it picks up all different frequencies. And even with your power plug, if you have a bunch of adapters plugged into your power plug, each each adapter gives off a different frequency. And basically, I'm finding frequencies all over the place. Even the ground to the house, just like someone just mentioned earlier, that the uh, the feedback is basically I'm picking up one solid frequency, which has a pulse about every 15 seconds, but then I was mm-hmm. picking up this very weak, it sounded like a ruffled frequency coming through the ground. And that was basically coming through the uh, the ground frequency. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of anything metal in your house is basically giving off the same hum as your ground frequency. So it almost seems like they're using that ground against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lily wave, man. That sounded like a lily wave out you here. Yeah. And basically, it seems like when you're walking around the house, you're just a sponge and you're absorbing all these frequencies, even from the lights. Like, I actually built another. Uh, they basically fried my transducer on me. It's a small little, it looks like a speaker almost, that picks up every little frequency, any electronics that picks up the frequencies. And there's so many different pitches coming out of your adapters, especially. And even just like compu- anything electronic, your computer, it just has so many different frequencies there. It just seems like you're a sponge walking around, and uh, basically it's very tough to block these frequencies I'm figuring out. I mean, I've, I've tried a lot of things. I, I used to be kind of handy, but, I mean, this is this stuff is way out of my league. But, but that's why child protector plugs with aluminum foil tape seem to help with the... Uh, with the plug situation, and I okay. think painting things, uh, I paint, like, even when the switch, I take off the switch plate, I take flat paint, I turn off the electricity, and I even paint the screws and stuff. It se- really seems to help using chalky, flat paint. I make chaff, I put it in the walls, you know, okay. and if they, if you have any data cables running in your walls, even yeah. if they're not connected to anything, yeah. they will transmit a signal. And if yeah. you get um, if you get a ghost finder from eBay for $3.95, it will detect these signals coming from the walls, and you can identify where the cables are that okay. are in the walls. And um, I, okay. I've, I've been busting up sheetrock and removing them. No, and you know what? The you're actually you're smart because I remember uh, I've been listening to the podcast. This is actually the first time that I'm getting on the calls because I'm getting sick and tired of this. You know, I was trying to do it on my own. But even like the cables coming from your adapters, any cables that are plugged into the sockets, they're giving off frequencies too. So just like you said that you got to get, uh, I forgot the name of it, Romex, the, basically like your, 
the uh, the cable for the house, the 110, has to be wrapped in the aluminum. I'm not getting any frequency <laughs> off of that. If it's just a, a solid, ca- I mean, a, just a regular cable with the plastic uh, or the, the rubber uh, coating on it, that gives off uh, frequency. And your adapters, like, basically it almost seems like you got a shield. You know, what's ever plugged into your walls, if you got a regular cable, that's giving off a frequency, too. And this transducer is actually awesome. I mean, basically... I actually built one myself. I had uh, basically like one of old resuscitator. Uh, it was basically it was like the uh, the framing, the plastic framing that I had since high school, and I just wrapped cable around it, and I got it connected to a uh, like a little. Um, it's a, a jam speaker. It's basically it's got a little uh, um, amplifier with the speaker. And basically, I just go around the house with that and waving it around, and you just pick up, like, all sorts of frequencies. Has anyone experienced that the uh, electromagnetic energies are a lot more intense at night? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is that? I don't know. It seems like because you're not moving. Like, actually, I was even Mm -hmm. testing out my bed, and... uh, like I said, I built my own uh, EMF detector, and I have one of the cables that comes out, and I basically I hold my finger against one of the inputs into the speaker. Uh-huh. So it's basically giving the feedback that's coming through my body, too, like yeah, whatever your body's absorbing. And basically, like, between the uh, the box frame and your mattress, I got so mm-hmm. much static in there. Basically, they're, mm-hmm. like, charging up the bed. I have an asbestos tile yeah. in the basement here. I live with my parents. Exactly. And basically, the tiles on the floor, the asbestos tiles, I'm getting feedback off of that. It's basically the ground pulse, too, mm-hmm. and on my side wall, and I have no way of blocking that either. I don't know uh, I don't know how to block that. I basically, like, shut off everything at night, and I was still getting feedback through, uh, yeah. through everything. So am I. I, uh, I put a wire in, just cut a hole right into the uh, mattress, and I grounded and put a ground wire to the wires inside the mattress. I would like to be able to go to a different mattress that doesn't have metal in it. Yeah. Um, and I only did that to one mattress. I'm probably going to do it to the other one because it, it, it gave some relief. Like John said, 60% kind of thing. It, it gives you some relief. But yeah, it's not just enough. make sure, just like someone else said, make sure that ground is actually with this transducer. You can pick up. I mean, this is it's a little tiny transducer, but it just uh, like like I said, you go through the. Uh, you know, I have an iPad. I go through the iPad, and on throughout the whole iPad is giving off different frequencies. With this thing, it was picking up two different pulses coming through the ground and just your mm-hmm. main like ground frequency. So just make sure that it's a clean line coming in because I think that's how they, uh, it almost seems like we're part of the ground frequency. We're basically right, like, like a, we're like so, a light bulb in that ground frequency that uh, that they're connecting us to. So it, it is safe, if you're really, really, really harshly targeted, is it safe to ground something to the ground plug in the electrical outlet? Can we trust that? Or should we go directly into making a hole in the floor that goes directly into the earth? I would, I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, directly into the earth. Yeah. Thank directly you. into the earth. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I have uh, wires coming from the mylar, from the windows, into, conveniently into plugs in the house. But I'm very suspicious of this entire electrical thing that's going on. 
And I and I'm thinking that it should probably go directly into the earth. Well, I'm an electrical engineer, electronics engineer, radio frequency engineer, as well as an organic chemist, so I think I might know a little something about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and you laugh in the living California very near me. <laughs> hey, hey, that's you, man, man, that's you. You got me beat on it. I got a lexicon engineering degree, but that's about it. I, I used to build yeah. uh, little things in high school. I used to build little uh, electronic projects. And I, actually, in high school, I built an EMF detector, which is kind of weird because uh, about a year ago, I was putting that to use. Basically, it's just a small circuit, and it picks up frequencies coming in. And uh, I had to dig that out of the closet. And uh, yeah, I, I think... I've done that stuff my whole life. I built my first crystal radio when I was six, and then I made a Jacob's Ladder out of a flyback circuit that I dissected from a television set when I was, like, 12. So, yeah, I'm really oh, familiar with the whole thing. Hey, hey, Lynn, Lynn, you hear me? So I'm walking away tonight with knowing that I'm going to go to bed in a few hours, and I'm probably going to take the time to perhaps put... A, a ground wire on the uh, the mattress that I'm actually sleeping because it has it, it has um, uh, uh, springs in it and uh, maybe the idea that I'll use the olive oil in something in my ears um, and um, other than what I'm already doing which we know I have a rubber mat on the bed and we know that we're I'm using the um, the the X-ray uh, aprons on top of me. Uh, am I missing something tonight? That actually sounds pretty good. I don't know. I, I would almost say because it depends on the uh, on the rubber mat that you're using. Because I had a thin rubber mat that basically was for like ponds. It's basically uh, I don't know, maybe like 10 millimeters thick. And I tried it on the floor that I'm getting the uh, the feedback from, and I was yeah. still getting. I was still getting right, feedback I, I have one more map that I can use, and I'm going to slip it under the bed. And just as a note, I just got buzzed really hard with a helicopter over the house. Man. <laughs> hey, man, man, you hear me? Hello, yes, yes, sir, I do. Can you give me? Can you give me that uh that number to the, that that material you were saying? I know you say it's MIA or something. Oh, oh the the GFI device of the tester. The, no, the, the shielding, ma- that, that shielding oh, so material the, you're talking about. Oh, the shielding. Yes, it's um, it's MIL as in military. Uh, hyphen. Um, MIL dash B uh, as in beta. As in beta uh, dash one three one H. Okay. Okay. Type that into Google or eBay. And uh, look for like a roll of it, as cheap as you can find, and um, it's it's out there. It's it's readily available. You just gotta you, know, you gotta get that. You gotta get the right numbers in there. And you know, if you make a mistake, you're not gonna find the right stuff. So you gotta make sure it's mil dash b dash one three one h. Anything else will lead you into the wrong direction. So it's mil b dash one three one h. Yeah, all right. Okay, now another question I got. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about balancing my load and my electrical panel. You think that'll help me out if I balance my load? Pardon? Uh, if I balance my load and my electrical panel, you know, you got two wires coming in on your electrical panel, A and B phase. Right. And 
So uh, somebody told me I should balance my load. That'll make my energy bill get cheaper. So I wonder if that'll help help out on this uh on this targeting and using through my electrical wire if I balance my load. Well, I, I have to see exactly you know what the electrical box looks like because it varies from neighborhood to neighborhood and housing tract to housing tract. And you know I know the codes are all the same across the board, but it's not it doesn't really work that way in the real world. You know, I mean, there's well, all kinds of discrepancies that occur, especially when, you know, when you have a foreman on the job site who doesn't know anything. <laughs> well, I'm talking about in your house panel, right? <laughs> the inside house panel, you got two hots and a neutral and a ground coming right, into right. your house yeah, so panel. The ground, the ground is the white wire, the neutral, I mean, the, the ground is the green wire, the neutral is the white wire, and the black is the hot wire. And then yeah, you, you, got a, uh, you got two blacks. You got two blacks, man. I'm talking about where you come in, where your 220 line come in. You got a red and right. a black. And right, so, right. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the red's the other phase. Right. That's what I want to do. I want to balance my load. You know anything about balancing your load? Uh, so you make um, them uh, in phase instead of out of phase. That well, what, what, well, what that what that would entail is a phase combiner, and that in and of itself is a um, is a specialized device about as big as an arc welder. <laughs> no, all I need to do is get an amp probe, clip the amp probe on the on my A wire on the red wire, see how much volts I'm getting on that wire, and then check after I check the the the, black, the red wire, I do the same thing to the black wire and see what numbers I'm getting on that. And if one side is higher than the other one, then all I got to do is start swapping breakers around till I get almost a balanced load where the numbers match up. You, you follow me on that? Theoretically, if you don't have anything on either okay, side, no. if, you, if they're both unloaded, they uh, should both be at the same exact voltage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I, so I want I want to balance it out with uh. Will that uh, increase or decrease the how they're targeted through my electrical circuit? You follow me on that? Well, um, have um, uh, let's see, have some, uh, um, what's the, 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 Picture other detailed information. I can, you know, get back to you in a, in a more um, more precise manner. Well, my my email address is wbwb52 at live dot com. When I when I give my information to get information from somebody else, I like to go directly to the source and cut out the middle, man. That cut out less less uh, interference. Well, yeah. Well, I know of all kinds of. I know of all kinds of ways to uh, do that, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, well, you know, all right, then. You don't want to give me an email address. I, I just gave you mine. But anyway, I appreciate how let somebody else talk. Hello? Hello? Hello, this Hello? is Sam. Hello, this is Sally Ann from Massachusetts. I have two very large satellite dishes about 100 feet from my house. I can't hear anybody. 
I can hear some crips whispering in the phone. I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> they they like doing that. They uh, they were playing around oh, yeah, with yeah. the uh, the you know, phone. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're NSA shills and DOD shills and CIA shills and DARPA shills. Hi, guys. Yeah, exactly. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep calling them out to to come face me face to face, but these uh basically I, I don't get that much of the gang stalking. It's all electrical. Like last year in 2014, they basically on my computer, uh, I went through four power supplies, and uh, I actually I took it apart. And what they're doing, they're frying the center of the power supply. Basically, the 110 volt goes to capacitors, and has the fuse there. And then the other side of the the, uh, power supply basically goes to all the components on the uh, computer. And somehow it's basically the capacitors in the middle that they end up frying. And I don't know how they get to that point where they can fry the center of it. Like usually if it's the 110 surge, the the fuse would pop or the capacitors there would pop. Right, but sometimes capacitor plates can fuse or the uh, dielectric can age. I mean, it doesn't, uh, doesn't do the filtration... (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. Doesn't do the filtration uh, properly anymore. But uh, I'd okay. have to see the exact, you know, schematic or a representation or even a picture because uh, just you know, word of mouth alone doesn't uh, yeah it doesn't really point me in the right direction. I can't. I can't. I, I need more information. I'm, I'm basically. <laughs> I need more information. I'm basically on my third cell phone too because they basically they were blocking myself uh, the signal and they were um, resetting it. So I'm sure I'm pretty sure they're throwing a surge into it where it hits the cutoff frequency, and then the phone just shuts down and resets automatically. And uh, with blocking the signal, I think it's an IMSI catcher, which is basically like the stingrays. It, it sets up as a fake cell phone tower, and that's how they pick off the frequency from the cell phones because that's what they were doing with mine. It was basically, I mean, I've been going back with T-Mobile for. Uh, I've been trying to get T-Mobile to investigate, but they're like, um, you know, they're like, oh, it's the phone. I got the phone checked out. There's no viruses on the phone. And uh, I even called the FCC, and the only thing they do is, uh, oh, do you want to make a complaint against uh, T-Mobile? And I'm like, no, somebody's, you know, blocking right. my signal. Yeah, see, the, and, well, that, well, see, the FCC, the FCC is totally run by a bunch of perps and shills. Yeah. Period. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you if I if I was to power up a um, a high magnitude spark app transmitter or start you know broadcasting a bunch of you know wanton signals on you know some channel, guarantee mm-hmm. you they would show up right you know right in front of my yeah. door within you know, within like four or five hours. They yeah. would have suits beating down my door and wanting to confiscate my equipment. Yeah. But you know this uh, you know all these other signals that are being used for nefarious purposes, they don't give a damn. Oh God, it's it's ridiculous. And I know Connie was mentioning that she used to work for the FDA, and actually, I think they're the ones that are supposed to investigate frequencies. And I'm like, what the heck is that all about? It's like the FCC. That's all they deal with is frequencies and and stuff yeah, like see, that. Yeah, see, food and drug. That, well, that re, that revolves around you know the, the premise of how all this targeting works, how they lock onto our DNA, and how our fractal DNA patterns have been weaponized. Okay, mm-hmm. that that involves you know that involves medicine. That involves Biotechnology, okay. Now that's where the uh, you know that's where the, uh, the the medical community would come in, okay. Yeah. They know what's going on. They know yeah. goddamn well what's going on. Oh, but they don't care. They don't yeah. care. I've been to so many doctors. I mean, basically, with this technology before. I mean, I've been getting targeted for about ten years, but I, I found out about it about three years ago when they started zapping the crap out of me. 
And before that, I went to the doctor for four fake UTIs. I go to the doctor, nothing wrong. Basically, they've been hitting me in the gut. I don't get the voice to skull. They did that like twice to me, but they do the vibrations to the stomach, and they gave me intestinal bleeding and all that. I'll go to the doctor. Also, my symptoms clear up in that day. So then yes, the one I, time, I understand. The one time I ended up taking pictures of it, and I went to the doctor. Like I did all the allergy tests. My nose used to run. It used to be a clear mucus coming out of my nostril. Uh-huh. And I didn't take pictures beforehand. I go to the doctor. I did all the allergy tests. Finally, I show her the picture, and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I don't know what that is. You know, you don't have any allergies. Go to a different doctor. So I went to the intestinal doctor. And I took pictures of uh, embarrassing things, and I showed him. And right after that, it seems like that's when they started zapping the crap out of me. Because before that, mm-hmm. it was a big game. I was going to so many doctors, and I do all the blood work, you know, even um, STDs, this, that, the other thing. I thought there were so many things wrong with me. Everything came out clear. I'm 100% normal. It's just this frequency right. that they're zapping the crap out of me with. Yes, but that's only um, half of the puzzle. You see, yeah. you know, my parents, my parents were assassinated in a hospital setting. I, I mean, I already talked oh, about wow. that on another call. Wow. Now, I'm sorry to hear what's, that. What, 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 they were, what they were going through, they were, you know, sick and, you know, going through all of that stuff. And the doctor said, oh, you're healthy as a horse. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. only, because they, only because they were indigent and destitute. Yeah. Okay, if the, if you're indigent and destitute, you you could you know you could be bleeding out, okay, and they'll be oh you're fine. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's basically what was happening to me. I went to the doctor and I'm like you know listen, <laughs> said oh, no there's nothing wrong. Uh, it's just a, a little problem. Yeah, they're all mind controlled. Yeah, they are all mind controlled. Not they're zombies. They're mind numb zombies. Well, this the thing also is because whatever they learn in school, you know, through all, all the schooling they do, they get taught a certain way, and they don't know anything about this technology, so they assume right. that. Right, you know, it's, oh, yeah, you know, it's, they're, they're stuck in their own little box. I mean, I've seen it my whole yeah. life, okay? I've rubbed, shul- I've rubbed shoulders with engineers, you know, working for, a, you know, defense contractors, Lockheed Martin and, and whatnot. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I, know, I, know, I know the drill. You know, yeah. those, those guys, you know, they'll argue amongst each other how the universe works. Oh, I've yeah. even seen it, I've even seen engineers where, you know, you know, they they can do um, you know, a complex uh, logarithmic calculation in their head, but if you hand them a screwdriver, they're lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's brain smart. There's brain smart. I know the situation. Smart, I, know the situation. <laughs> I I used to be pretty good at building stuff and it's like a lot of circuits and stuff like that and uh Basically, it's funny because I got a graveyard of all these electronics that they keep frying on me. Every time I use something, especially that transducer, that wire is like, it's almost, it's thinner than hair, the wire that's used on the transducer. And they already fried that thing on me twice. Actually, talking about the transducer, you can almost use a transformer, like a mini transformer. will do the same thing. If you hook that up to a speaker, it'll actually... You could get the feedback off of anything, even circuits and stuff like that. Basically, well, well, yeah. well, I used to um, live next next to a um, high-powered AM transmitter, and it was so high-powered that you could take a um, a stereo speaker, you know, from just regular you know stereo, yeah. and you take the wire, you know, you take the wire that's coming out of it, like a ten-foot wire, tie the ends together, and make a loop around, you know, have, have make the, make a loop antenna out of the wires coming out of the speaker. Yeah. And you could hear, you could hear the broadcast faintly out of the speaker. Yeah. You know what? I just yeah. figured that out because I had an old AM uh, Sony antenna, 
and that, it's the same setup. It's basically it's uh, looped around on a plastic framing, and I did that with the uh, the cordless phones in the house, and it was actually weird because my mother was talking on the phone, and I held it up to the uh, transceiver, because basically your your home phones, the cordless phones, is like uh it's like your cell phone going to the cell phone tower and going to the person that you're talking to on the cell phone. It's the same setup, that little triangulation. And I was able to pick off the uh, conversation that my mother was having with whoever she was talking to through this uh, little loop thing that you're talking about. It was actually it was really weird. Yeah, um, the one device I wanted to look more into is what is called a piezoelectric transformer. There, yeah. there are a new device that was recently released out about you know, within the past 10 years or so, but okay. they are not inductive. They're, they're crystalline. Okay. You know, they, they use them in, they use them in um, cold cathode fluorescent lamps and other kinds of um, high-efficiency lighting circuits and even high-efficiency switching mode power supply circuits. But they are transformers that are non-inductive. They're crystalline piezoelectric transformers. And I believe that these devices would be a step in the right direction as far as being able to rig a device capable of picking up these higher-frequency signals to translate them into a more... Um, a more viable signal to where you can decode it. Uh, what was that? It was a piezo, piezoelectric... Uh... Piezo, pie, piezoelectric transformer. Okay. Now, actually, I was passing this through uh, John and um, uh, Tom from New Jersey. Uh, basically, with the um, the cordless phones in the house, I basically, I took two of them, I disconnected it from the telephone line, <clears throat> and I had the transceiver in my room, and one phone next to the transceiver, and I turned both of them on speaker, and I held one up against my body, against my gut. And I lied down on my bed, and basically I was picking up all these pings that were, I'm pretty sure it was the microwave frequencies that were hitting me. And basically right, they right. do almost like a voice-to-gut with me, where in the beginning I actually, you know, I'm going through the list of names of like whoever was doing this to me, and I'm like one of my friend's names was Crispy, his nickname. And I'm like, is it crispy? And basically, out of my gut, I hear, yeah, it's crispy. But basically, yeah, I've with this, that too. But basically, with this, the cordless phones, I was holding against my stomach, and I can hear everything that was hitting me. And even like, you know, they were doing, you know, the gargling voice or whatever, the vibrations to the gut right, was picking right. up every single thing. Well, you need to record that stuff. Yeah, I actually I did, and it's actually it's pretty freaky because once I started recording it, they were hitting it so many times to cause all this feedback, so you really couldn't hear it too clearly. Yeah, because they're remote neural monitoring you. They they yeah. know when you're trying to record them. You know, it's really hard to surprise these freaks. Oh, uh, they're, they're basically they're one step ahead. It's like I'll think thoughts, and they're basically it, they'll do like the one tap or two taps to the skull. It's like a yes or a no. What? Well, I'm going to tell you all how to uh, look at just how you are smarter, man. You have two or three different thoughts like you're getting ready to do something. You yeah. put two or three different thoughts in your mind of what you're getting ready to do, and then you just pick one of them and do it, and that's how you can out-trick them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying. But then but then sometimes I end up tricking myself because <laughs> I'm trying to do so many I'm trying to multitask. And, uh, well, I, I'd rather fool myself than... than, than, than uh, you know what? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And plus they got my health. I mean, right now, you know, um, basically for the past 10 years, I turned into a natural freak. I don't take any pharmaceuticals, but they got me taking so many different things, and it's like, they, uh, I don't know. I look at them all as far as I... 
Oh, yeah, word from the wise. Word from the wise. All those pharmaceuticals, all those psychotropics like Seroquel, Zoloft, Haldol, yeah. all of that crap is yeah. garbage. It, it is. is garbage. It totally is. It totally <laughs> is. Yes. Hi. 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 Is, hi is any, can anyone hear me? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I am trying to find out how to stop the steel waves that's under my bed, and I heard them saying something about tires on another program, and I, I need to know how to get these tires to put under the bed to stop the scale waves that really take away my strength while I'm trying to sleep, and I get up in the morning, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Can anyone tell me how to do that? How, what size to cut the tires in, and how, do, how am I going to get somebody to do that? I, I haven't even got I haven't even got to that step yet. I, I have no insulation underneath my bed. Basically, what I did just to, so there's no static between the mattresses, I just covered up with cloth, even between the box spring and the uh, the mattress itself, so you don't get that static charge going because it seems like. I don't like have a box spring. I don't have a box spring. I have flats, and I and I have a foam bed. It's a foam mattress on flats. Okay. Can, can I make a suggestion? Sure. This is Connie. Yes. Right. Um, I have the same thing. I have a wood bed. It had drawers. I took out the drawers. I painted the bed with flat paint. I took flat paint and started painting the foam mattress because the foam acts like a conductor to your body. Um, underneath the foam mattress, I also put yoga mats, and I put layers of brown paper bag material and under the bed, I put mylar, and I put beach towels. And by doing all this stuff, it really, really helped. Um, I would advise most TIs don't use a box spring. Yeah, no, that's true. But I have, I paid a lot of money for that, uh, that, that what is it, that mattress, the uh, foam mattress. And I, it's only four years old, and I can't really replace it again without sacrificing some meals or something. So what do I do about the fact that it's a, it's a, a foam mattress? It's kind of, plenty you, of things conductive. It, it, if you take black chalky paint and you paint the bottom of that, if you paint around that foam mattress, it's going to make it a lot more comfortable. I know it's a very odd thing to do, but okay, I'm telling you this stuff works. Okay. Will you repeat that so I can, I'm writing it down. To, to paint you, know, you know, like flat ceiling paint? Yes, right. yes. Pr- primer. Primer. Um, yeah, it's not primer. It's just flat ceiling paint. Um, okay. Flat paint, chalky, you know, and you can make a cover for your mattress, so, you know, but anyways, I painted the bottom and around my foam mattress because it acts like a conductor to your body. It, it amplifies these energies coming and so if you do this it really for some reason the flat chalky paint helps chalk helps brown paper bag material helps um rubber helps mylar helps so if you start layering these types of reflective and absorptive materials and use it in conjunction with that flat chalky paint it is really really effective the other thing is people need to really shield their bodies wear copper bracelets that seems to help again emf blues they sell crystal um, it's crystal technology. The two, it's a family-owned business. They're master dowsers, um, and they use these grounding crystals, and you can wear it around your neck. 
And I swear these things work. I am so EMF sensitive. And um, when I don't have these in my pockets, you know, I have a pocket protector. I have a grounding bead. I wear copper bracelets. Detox your body. Repair your um, your mitochondria by, you know, um, taking, like, evening primrose oil, um, fish oil, take coconut oil, water and oil don't mix. I think it's easier for them to get to your frequencies when you're mostly water. Um, I reverse my eating pattern. I eat a lot between 6 and 11 at night. I eat hardly anything during the day. I lost 20 pounds when I detoxed my body from all this EMF, and I haven't gained any weight, so it's working. And it's harder for those frequencies. Uh, on top of all that, isochronic soft algeotones also help. They've helped me, and they've helped other people that I've talked to. And you can download them on YouTube for free. And, and the the saltagium? Yes, they're healing frequencies. Right, the 528? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're these series of tones and beat frequencies that uh, ramp up over the course of the, um, of the, of the video. And yeah. they do everything from uh, DNA repair to uh, relieving the tinnitus, deconstructing the nanotechnology, and, you know, the whole nine yards. But uh, it's uh-huh. something you've got to stick to. And you don't even notice it until after, like, about two weeks of doing it for about two hours a day. And uh-huh. that's what I did. And I noticed that there was a significant decrease in my tinnitus after having done that from, two, you know, after two weeks, my tinnitus went down. So I was like, You're right. Oh, that's what I've been doing, man. You're right. That's what I've been doing. You're absolutely positively right. What was the name That's of that right. again? 528 hertz. So they're called soft algeo tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long plants have... Soft algeo... Say that again? Soft algeo tones. <laughs> just plug in uh, 528 HZ. Okay, HZ, as in zebra. Yeah, yeah, okay. 528, 528 HZ. Okay, on YouTube, right? Just punch it in your computer. It'll take you where you got to go. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there's, there's plenty There's plenty of um, videos out there, and um, they're just audio files. And so, you know, a lot of them have, you know, the pictures, and it shows you. But these frequencies of significance, they are um, 174, 285, 396, 417, 528, 639, 741, 852, 963. And those, those uh, frequencies, they, um, they graduate from the lowest to the highest over the course of the video. And these frequencies influence energy fields. They, uh, they facilitate you know, change in, um, in your neurochemistry. They repair DNA. It, mm-hmm. it allows you to, uh, you know, to, to meditate into a deeper state, uh-huh. so that you can. Uh, you know, Their healing frequencies are good all around. Now, see, the opposite of those frequencies is what's at play here. You know, this is a frequency war. This okay, psychotronic yeah. and all this targeting is a frequency yeah. war. And, yeah. You know, for example, all all that satanic death metal, black metal type music, it uses every frequency besides the ones I'm mentioning. That's but, right. You know, right. Actually, Connie, Connie, what was that that you said that you keep in your pocket that um, that helped you out a lot? EMF, E as in Edward, M as in Mary, F as in Frank, blues, B-L-U-E-S dot com. Okay. 
people around the world buy their products. It's a family-owned business. They're master dowsers. They've been making these products for 30 years. There's a lot of testimonials. They show with curly and photography your aura around your body. And then when somebody's using a cell phone or having any radiation, what it does to your body. And then what it does, what your body looks like when you're protected with their products. And I you know, I don't normally promote anybody's products, but I swear these help me. Um, and I, there have been times that, so the one I have in my pocket, one of them is expensive. It's called a pocket protector. It's like um, the size of four half dollars put together. And it's crystal technology. And if you think about it, in technology, whether it's a cell phone or computer, they use crystal technology. Yeah. But you can yeah. use crystals to heal and help your body. There's yeah. a stone, and I, I recommend every tea I look this up, and it's called Shungite. And it's only found in one town in Russia, and it's like two I have billion. Huh? I have some. It's, 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 hey, what's the price material? range of them things, Connie? What's the price range? What's what? Price, price. Give me a price range. How much they cost? Oh, okay. So from EMF Blues, you can get grounding, like a three-star hole protector I keep in one pocket. costs $15. The pocket protector, which is more expensive, was $78.50. You can get them off eBay, but you should go to their website and look up the testimonials. Watch the um, video. It's only five or nine minutes long. He explains why his, you know, why it works. It's very similar to Organite, but because it's a ceramic, I think it's stronger. Um, but well, it's, it, a, it, it, it's an allotrope of carbon. It's a form of carbon. It's, it's called a Buckminster fullerene. You see, diamond is carbon, graphite is carbon, charcoal is carbon, but so is Buckminster fullerene. And Buckminster fullerene is uh, the technical name for shungite. Mm-hmm. Right, and, is, and so shungite can be used to clean and um, um, also, um, what is it, clean and energize water. It basically uh, can neutralize the toxins and stuff. Even if you're drinking mm-hmm. bottled water, I pour the bottled water in a glass and I drop mm-hmm. a shungite stone in there. And uh, I feed the dog, I give the dog water and it's shungite water. You know, I, I drop a stone, let the water sit there for a while, and then I pour it in the dog dish. Our pets are being affected by this stuff, these bad energies. They're being harmed. There's a number of us where our dogs couldn't use their back legs or they were um, sort of lame. And I take the organite and the side that has the seashells and the copper and the black obsidian crystals. I rub that from his head to his tail and then down his legs. And this... 200-pound English Mastiff was dragging both his back legs. He was Mm -hmm. able to walk afterwards, but I wasn't the only TI who did this. Another TI who has a five-pound dog did something Mm -hmm. similar because his dog was acting lame in his hind legs. He did the same thing. He took the organite and on the side that had the seashells and the copper and the and the black obsidian, he ran it down the spine and down the legs and his dog seemed to um be able to walk better and function better. So uh-huh. um but I the crystal technology can be used to help you and for any TI because I already had cancer, um if you're bombarded with electromagnetic radiation, it wants to go to the water in your body. Our bodies are 75% water. I do have to say that if you keep 
con- uh, jars and containers of um, you fill it with water and you take go get sea salt and sprinkle some in and you keep these all around you in your bedroom and your windowsills. It, it really does help with these energies. I don't know exactly why it helps, but it helps. And how about those salt lamps? Yeah, actually, I was I saw something about that too. I didn't know. Why. I, I I have a Himalayan um, Himalayan rock salt thing, but I don't get the lamp with the light bulb and a dimmer switch. Dimmer switches give off a lot of electromagnetic radiation, like yeah. baby monitors and cordless phones. I I if I could live without electricity, I would do it. Um, but I have a Himalayan rock salt huge thing, and you drop three tea lights in, or they could even be the little taller ones that are like two inches tall. You drop them in, you light them, and it releases negative ions in the air. We're being bombarded with positive ions. That's really good advice. I have gathered so much information. Like, I have a Mylar sheet in my backpack, which tonight I'm going to put under my bed along with that extra rubber mat that I have. And I might even go around the house with my extra aluminum tape and put it over the light switches, at least in the bedroom that I'm sleeping in. And I read about the Shondite and also the Argonite, and it's nice to hear testimonials about some of that stuff. Um, Maybe sleeping with uh, one of those uh, quartz crystals might be hard to sleep with, but it's better than a teddy bear. <laughs> it might do more good. <laughs> and that's such an interesting idea to put the Shondite in the water. That's a great idea. Has anyone yeah. ever checked their pH? You know what? Well, Actually, I think in their, that's a in major their water thing. and their urine in the morning after getting zapped. I actually wanted to make a shungite filter for water, a filtration cartridge, similar to an activated charcoal filter, but out of shungite. But it's a great I don't idea. have money for that. Has, <laughs> I don't have money for has that. Anyone, has anyone checked their pH to see what it does? Because I have. I don't know if this helps. Um, basically, I was reading about uh, increasing the alkalinity in the water. Yeah. And uh, to add baking soda mm-hmm. is like a cheap way to actually raise the, uh, the al- uh, alkalinity of the water. Because basically, like in your pools, your above-ground pools or, or whatever pools... Basically, that's what you add to your pool to make it more alkaline, which is actually uh, healthier. It basically kills all the algae in the pool and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right, because like, uh, once a week, I take a teaspoon of baking soda and put it in some water and drink it, and yeah. that'll help neutralize some of this crap they're shooting at us, too. Yeah, because I think they're making our bodies more acidic, which actually, that's why it almost seems like with the microwave frequency, that's why I get all the gurgling in the intestines, because they're basically frying your intestines, so they're killing the bacteria in your intestines. And that's why exactly you get, what they're doing. Also, basically, that's the how you get more fly. gas and all that, too. And, you know, mm-hmm. basically, you know, I've been battling with... Uh, intestinal problems for about over a decade now, and I always thought it was me, but I've been getting fried by this freaking, excuse my friends, I don't even want to say it. You got got to take um, probiotics also. You got to, you got to, you know, take boosters of probiotics every day if you're having that kind of trouble. Yeah. And um, there's this one probiotic uh, yogurt that I recommend. It's really good. It has a lot of active cultures in it, and... It's very tasty too. It's uh, it's called karoon, and it's a kefir cheese, and kefir, yeah, kefir. And yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good. It's really tasty. It's got Actually, a lot of active cultures in it. You gotta 
You gotta keep your, you know. No, it actually it is pretty good. They have the different flavors and stuff like that. But it's actually weird because I was taking, whenever I was taking probiotics, they would zap me in in the stomach, basically like killing them off. Mm -hmm. You know, every time I take them, I take them. Yeah, and and it's tough to trick them because you know, they basically see it. You know, they're like one step ahead of you all the time, and it's it's Mm -hmm. such a I don't know. Yeah, it's a a constant What was that? It's a constant Constant. battle. Yeah. 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 But I I saw a YouTube video that said people who are trying to become more alkaline are actually doing more harm to their bodies. And what the gentleman was saying made complete sense. And I don't worry about alkaline this or alkaline that because these chemtrails are dropping. Uh, The soil is like a lot more alkaline than it should be. And people who are actually using things like baking soda and stuff are actually doing more harm to their body because your body regulates its own acidity by itself. Actually, Um, that's that's what I wanted to say too. Because basically if you do like the pH test, you know, uh, if you go to the doctor, they do your mouth, they do your urine, you know, they do certain parts of your body. And certain parts of your body have to be... uh, you know, a higher pH or whatever. I don't know what, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor, but that's why. Uh, and plus I was thinking also it seems like, you know, they're charging us up like a battery and you have your alkaline batteries. I didn't know if that was the same principle there or if it works on two different things. It's all about I, I, I'm sorry, real quick, I just learned a little, I learned about dousing, and I've been dousing to find out if something is healthy or not healthy, and what was really interesting is my fish oil pills were going in um, counterclockwise, making the dousing thing go counterclockwise, which all the electronics do too, and when I put that fish oil pill on a piece of pure copper, um, like a copper dish, or when I put it on my organite and leave it there for 30 minutes, and then I douse it again, it goes clockwise, which is the good, healthy direction. Cilantro, seaweed, mushrooms, um, garlic, there's a lot of uh, foods out there that can help detox, and even um, olive oil, it helps pull this toxic stuff out of your body. Yeah, I heard actually chlorella and uh, cilantro basically uh, pulls some of the metal out. Spirogyra, all those um, um, cyanobacteria type of algaes, they're really good. Cyanobacteria would would be like the the, um, spirogyra type stuff. I don't know. No, that's not cyanobacteria. It's been a while since I've been in microbiology class. But, um, yeah, there's um, there's cyanobacteria like, uh, I believe it's spirulina. Spirulina, yeah, spirulina. Yeah, spirulina, yep, yep, yep. Actually, I buy... uh, I get from uh, Trader Joe's, I get the very green. It has all that stuff in there, plus it has some probiotics. And But the, actually, the uh, chlorella I did before uh, the tsunami hit in Japan, I ordered it o- online at iHerb. It was basically chlorella from there. Was, they said it was supposed to be the best, but I think you got to take uh, cilantro with that. Uh, basically, it. they were saying that the chlorella... Like if you put a piece of metal next to chlorella, it attracts to the metal. So then you need cilantro is basically like a po- I don't know if it's a positive or negative charge. Basically, it pulls that out of your system, like it pulls it down. Like if you right. just take chlorella, it just sits in your like it'll attract all the metals. But then you got to take all that bad stuff out of your system. Yes, you have to chelate it. That's what they that's what they call chelation. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the material that I would um, always use because I've been poisoned before by. Um, 
you know, cadmium and uh, other, you know, type of metal salts like mercury chloride and cadmium chloride because, you know, you know, some jerk off put in in my food. Mm. Anyway, what I would do is I would take um, this uh, stuff that you can get at the uh, health food store. It's called CalMag. It's a, a calcium magnesium gluconate um, supplement for, and it's calcium supplement. Yeah. And it's organically chelated. And you um, would mix that with hot water and immediately foams up and then goes from white to clear. And you drink that. And it pulls metals out of your body. It's also the most um, highly assimilable form of calcium and magnesium. You see, you know, calcium pills, magnesium pills that yeah. uh, you get from the uh, health food store yeah. are not as readily assimilable as this material. And so that, that's one thing I highly recommend. Another thing I highly recommend is avoiding fluoride at all costs. Do not go and drink the tap water. You know, get filtered water or um, you know, put it through a filter to where you know that the fluoride is not there because fluoride yeah. is, is one of the front-line assaults on our brains. You see, it, yeah. cal it calcifies the pineal gland, and it causes endocrine disruption, causes all kinds of um, – you know, it wreaks havoc in your immune system. It, it's, uh, it gestates tumors and all kinds of nasty stuff. Yeah, so fluoride is one thing you have to avoid. You got to tell Christy that in New Jersey because he just uh, last year he he just uh, proposed to put that in the water. And, yeah, uh, well, you know the, the the people doing this they're 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 perps and they're AI controlled robots and they're they're yeah, I, zombies. Okay, I, I, I mean the, the very fact that they have that they have a dentist making these rules is appalling. I, mean, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it might be all yeah. right for your teeth, but it's like for your whole body to put it in a drinking well, water. Yeah. I'm like, that's the well, last place you want to be putting fluoride. I'm like, what's the purpose yeah. of doing that? Well, see, you know, the, 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 the um, American Dental Association, you know, you know, half of them are evil and the other half are stupid, yeah. period. Okay, yeah. because you cannot get fluoride... Um, supplementation by drinking the yeah. you know, fluoridated water. You put it in your system, you put it in your body, it's not going to do anything for your teeth. Okay. Yeah. Topical fluoride upon your teeth, you know, when you put it on your dentine, you actually apply it to your dentine, then there you go. It will enhance the uh, integrity of the dentine, but very, very, very little. A, a, a hundredth of what they're doing Okay, a hundredth of that. Yeah. Now, consumption of fluoride and putting it into your body through the water supply does nothing for your teeth. But, it, you know, it does everything bad for your immune system, everything bad for your endocrine system, everything bad for your brain. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yep. I actually, I do this with my, uh, like, my faucet in the bathroom. Because basically, I don't know, about eight years ago, they did some road construction, and basically we get, like, dirty water. I put the filters there, and it's, like, almost like a uh, a, rushed, a, rushed, uh, a rusty tint. And basically what I do, like, in my faucet in the bathroom, I'll put, a, like, a, a rip-up cotton swab and stick it, like, in the faucet, like, on a little piece that unscrews just to do it as, a, like, a little filter just to see what the color is, and it's still coming through there. I don't know. I don't know how all that crud got in the, uh, in the lines there, I'm sure. And it's actually weird. When I take a shower, they actually heat up the pipe to make it like hotter water. I don't know how they do that. It's I guess that's the microwave frequency that they're pinpointing on the uh, the pipe there, and they just heat it up. Yes. Yeah, so like I've experienced... I mean, I've experienced actual... 
I'm sorry, medicalan is also really effective in detoxing the body. It's brown seaweed. I know some people worry about radiation. I douse it before I take it, and it does go in the clockwise position. So um, I'm thinking that it's healthy, and I don't get any radiation readings off of it. So um, I do think the ocean has a way of cleansing itself and um, detoxing itself. What was that again? Modifilan, M-O-D-I-F-I-L-A-N. It's brown seaweed extract. The Japanese, okay. when they were exposed to massive amounts of radiation, uh, okay. they yeah. took, um, they used seaweed to detox their body, and they lived another 30 or 40 years. Really? I, I used Modifilan because um, I experienced a work-related incident where I was zapped, um, and I was holding an electric charge, and I was radiated and all that stuff, so... Yeah, basically it's all electromagnetic. Even last night I had the iPad on my uh, on my table downstairs here, and it's basically even with the composite wood holds a charge, which is which is unreal. I never I never knew that. Like I have uh, basically I had the iPad on my table, and they charged the desk up so much that the iPad was like stuck to the table. And then I had You're a little right, screwdriver, right. a little screwdriver I had next to it. I actually got attracted to it. And in the beginning, when they first started zapping a crap out of me, and I didn't know what the heck was going on, they did it to one of my drawers where they magnetized it so much I couldn't even open up the drawer. And I was like, what the heck is this? I don't know what the heck was going on. You're right. The laminate materials, like the laminate woods and stuff like that, they're really bad. Again, carpeting, the carpeting padding, um, all that stuff is really bad. Nylon mesh is really bad. All these act as conductors. They hold the electric charge. But things that are natural fibers, like real wood, if I, I, you know, having a bamboo floor is probably really good. Again, you can take, um, I have some of the laminate wood, like Ikea furniture, and I'm painting it with flat, chalky ceiling paint. And, you know, I take chalk, and I also rub chalk on things. I do paint a lot of metal things and um, unnatural things with flat, chalky paint. Okay. Yeah. And I heard zinc stops some of these energies. So does anybody know about that? Like, if you use a sunscreen that's like 50 you know, SPF or whatever, something about zinc helps stop these energies. Does anybody know about that? I'm not too sure. I haven't heard anything about that. There's new stuff coming out all the time, and it's, I can't keep up with it all. <laughs> um, so I, I, ha- I do take zinc, calcium, and magnesium, those pills, and that seems to help. But again, the oils, um, I, I think the oils like coconut oil and extra virgin olive oil and all that stuff really helps detox the body and help. No, yeah, the coconut oil, actually, yeah, I, I, I take that a lot, too, even coconut water and, and stuff like that. Somebody said else said they have shungite, but I heard that shungite, you can actually, it'll pull the floor, fluorine, um, um, what is it, fluoride out of the water or something, or it'll neutralize it or something. Do you know anything about that? Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, what would have to happen is for the surface area of the shungite to be dramatically increased. In other words, putting, you know, dropping a pebble into some water and you know, hoping all the fluoride will just get magically attracted to it. That's not going to happen. What has to happen is the shungite would have to be 
broken up into very um, very fine granules, you know, almost like a powder, and then the water would have to be flowed through it very slowly. Hmm. <clears throat> Actually, three things I wanted to note. I pulled up something on, um, I guess this is on our uh, favorite people here at DARPA, and they're doing something with like the, uh, the matrix, matrix applications. And basically, they're showing in the middle, it says material for transduction, the matrix, and all around it has arrows going to acoustic, kinetic, thermal, electric, magnetic, and optical. And basically, it almost seems like uh, that's what they're using against us. It's like it seems like every, uh, I don't know, aspect basically goes to the matrix, and it's like for uh, transduction. I think we're the transducer in the middle, and uh, that's how we're getting vibrated. I also wanted to mention uh, I saw um, something like uh, the guy who created um, the hypersonic sound, uh, Woody Norris. I think he's in California. I watched a video clip on him where he he basically he briefed upon uh, plasma antennas, saying that you can create a plasma antenna. Basically, I guess it's like a globe you can create, and it can be used as a reflector, um, an antenna, or a, a receiver. And basically, he's like, you can make it appear and disappear. And he sold this to the government, and basically, they de- uh, declassified it, which is kind of odd to me. Like, he sold his other invention, I guess, to LRAD, the uh, the hypersonic sound. But he also created a plasma antenna, which I don't know uh, if that's how uh, they're amplifying the signal towards us, or I don't know. I'm well, not too well, sure. With that. Of, I believe that you're talking about a plasmonic antenna, correct? Uh, it actually, he said a plasma antenna, and he said that you could use like a neon bulb or any, uh, even a fluorescent bulb wrapped in uh, plastic, which creates the plasma antenna. Which is kind of oh, weird for me. Oh, oh I understand now. Um, yeah, um, I used to, you know do something similar to that when I was a child, messing around with citizen band transceivers. Take a linear amplifier and hook it up to the uh, transmitter and key it up, and you could sit there with a box of fluorescent lamps next to the antenna, and they will all glow as bright as if they were in a fixture. Really? And actually, like, I was going around with the EMF detector that I built, and if I hold it, like, I got some fluorescent tubing downstairs here, and holy cow, the frequency coming off of that thing, even your uh, mercury bulbs, the, the energy-efficient ones, the freaking uh, the energy coming off of there, if you hold it up real close, is uh, is incredible. It's got a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback coming off of those. Um, speaking about the compact fluorescent bulbs, if any TI happens, get rid of every single one in your house. They're very dangerous. Not only do they contain mercury, but like you said, they they give off. I'm so EMF sensitive that they start blurring my vision and giving me a headache. Yeah. There's another old elderly lady. She lost vision in one eye. She was having headaches and blurred vision. They changed out the light bulb and put an old-fashioned incandescent bulb and she stopped having the headaches and the blurred vision, but she already lost vision in one eye. So really? That's what's happening They're very, very too. dangerous. People shouldn't... When they, they broke one in Home Depot. The yeah. guy came out in a full hazmat suit. Oh, yeah. We up and get rid of it, but yet customers are walking, were walking around, including me. 
this would have happened, like, before I knew I was getting targeted, I guess five, six years ago, they popped three of them on me. It was actually the, pla- like, the glass didn't break. It was the uh, the plastic actually, like, burned a little hole in it. And a one, I went up to it, like, I heard it hissing, and basically they did three in my basement here. The one I heard hissing, I went up to it, and I guess I inhaled some of the mercury, and I thought I was basically going to die. I was I was hacking. I had so many pains all over my body, and basically, uh, yeah, they're very, they're very dangerous. I mean, they might save you a couple of bucks, but in the long run, I think they'll end up killing you. Yeah, they're very dangerous. Every TI should get rid of every single one. It, when I had, I thought I had all of them out of my apartment. There was one on the patio, yeah. and I could sense there was still one there, and um, and I finally found it. But they're just so dangerous. Just no, having they one plugged in. Actually, this is a weird experiment because I have one in my room here and I uh, had the EMF detector next to it. And I put my hand on the bulb and you can hear the frequency just um, basically it drops and then it comes back up and almost oscillates on its own, which is really weird. Well, that's one of the most dangerous things. Like, if, I think three meters that everybody should get. One is a ghost finder, which is an electronic bug detector. It costs $3.95. Um, you press the A button, you pull out the antenna, and it um, detects electronic bugs like cam, like radio signals. And then another one is the DT-1130, which is a dosimeter, measures in hertz. You can get measurements off of your body when you're being hit. You can also check light switches and outlets and find out how much electromagnetic radiation is coming off. Um, over 60 hertz can cause, um, there's studies that show that it may, there may be causality between that and breast cancer. And um, then another meter would be something like a tri-field or um, a, a mil, you know, a milligauss meter. And then the fourth one is a frequency meter. And I just found one and it said it was 0.3 megahertz to 2.8, I think 2.8 gigahertz, I'm not sure, and it was around 60 bucks, and the TIs that I've talked to who have had microchips, their frequencies that are being um, either emitting from them or being directed at them seem to be in the 25 or 2400 to 3600 hertz. And if you go to the FCC website and you type in 2400 hertz, you will see that there's um, a lot of medical and military experiments going on. There's many going on in California. Some say um, fixed, and some say fixed and mobile, and some say mobile. And um, I myself get 50 to 100 drones above my house. And some of these experiments have to do with UAV. I think that has to do with drones, right? UAV. Anyways, go go to the FTC website, type in 2400 hertz in the search, and you'll come across all these documents where there's all these experiments going on. Actually, there was something else. Is there is there any way to hook up to the ground in your house, like a a diode, to basically direct the electricity going out of your house to the ground? I know, like a rectifier, a rectifier is basically like diodes in a circle that you use on a circuit that basically um, blocks, you know, feedback coming into that circuit. 
but since it's only one line, I don't know if there's like a huge diode you could buy because like the diodes for your circuit are small. You know that they, they don't uh, they're not used for a 110 volt. Is there like one that you could buy for your house that you can hook up to the ground to make sure that the electricity is going out and there's no feedback coming in? Hello? Hello? Hi, my name is Kaya. I've been on hold and I'm trying to ask some questions. Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm... Uh, my issue beside the hearing, I was listening, but can anyone tell me any TI in my area? in Minnesota or anyone who can help me diagnose what I'm going through? I think there are TIs in Minnesota. Um, I've talked to a few. Oh, okay. Can you send me their number so I can write it down right now? Um, no, I, I, can't, I can't give out people's numbers without their permission, but maybe if you contact Derek... Call Derek and ask Derek? Yeah, ask Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah, my issue is uh, beside the hearing and digging and I'm pulling stuff, there's a camera that's following me everywhere. I asked you before and they say it's through the Wi-Fi. It's not like wiring. So listening to those wiring won't help me much, I guess. So I'm... Trying to find any technician who to diagnose what what it is. Yeah, with with the Wi-Fi, actually, even with my iPad, they could block the signal in the house. With T-Mobile, they actually with my phone, they finally gave me a, a cell phone booster, and I, I was trying it out. I don't want to use it because I know it just amplifies the signal. But I had my cell phone next to the. Uh, you're supposed to put one in the window, and one in your room where you have a weak signal. And I had my cell phone right next to it, and basically they were still able to block that signal. I had my cell phone lying on top of the the, uh, the transmitter in my room, or actually the, re- the receiver going to the transceiver, and they were still able, I don't know how they were able, I guess through the plastic, basically. They, you know, they were basically inducting the plastic, and they were still able to block the signal. They were just, like, screwing around with me with, with that one. So I kind of gave up with the cell phones and, and and even you know the Wi-Fi too. They always they do the same thing. Even with the cordless phones, they create feedback between the phone and your uh, your transceiver, like the main uh, the main line. They'll create feedback, and uh, you know that's how you get even on the podcast you get that echo going. They're usually creating a feedback thing going back and forth, and uh, yeah, I don't know. But there's a living camera that's attached me and everybody's watching. How can I some, find some technician who can diagnose? I found one, one, one time website and then somehow my computer, I think this late computer was blocked everything. Now I can't even get some, something out of it. 
you basically, I I think your best option is to do the uh, the hardwire again instead of using the Wi-Fi. And even with that, they could still mess around with it. I don't know how they tap into the line like that, but because basically, even with the TV signal, they they zap the TV where they basically like freeze it. And uh, it was funny because we switched from cable vision to Verizon, which I think was a bad choice, but the cable guy came over, like, before we switched over, and he was doing tests on, on one of the lines, and just from the look on his face, he was getting all these frequencies coming in. They were screwing with him, too, and at that time, you know, I didn't know what the heck was going on, so, uh, what's my call? I didn't, I didn't even want to, you know, I knew I was getting hit with some sort of frequency, but I didn't even want to tell him. I wanted to see if he could figure it out. But I think even the Verizon guy had the same problem, too, that they were creating so much feedback in the line. So, And now they're trying to do a little echo on me, and i got to move around. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think your best bet is to do the, uh, the dry line. Because uh, uh, in the beginning, I thought it was coming through the Wi-Fi, too, and I shut off. You know, basically, they, they hacked into my cell phone. They hacked into my computer. I basically shut down everything, and I was still getting zapped. So, I think your best bet is to do the uh, the dry line. But it's not only when I'm at home. Even if I go library, if I'm on the road, it's like some sophisticated stuff, like camera. Besides yeah. computer and hacking the phone, that's mm-hmm. my another problem. I don't think you have the camera issues. No, it's actually, I don't think it's, uh, personally, I don't think it's the cameras. That's only my personal opinion because basically, you know, I went on vacation about a year ago to try and get away from, uh, actually two years ago to try and get away from the signal, and I flew down to Florida. I was getting hit on a plane, too, so. Yeah, even if I fly, even in the bathroom, somewhere there's a TV still. It's something, I don't know, satellite or Wi-Fi or something. I, I actually think it's through satellite, but I think they use them multiple uh, ways because in your house, I was actually even getting feedback off the uh, aluminum siding and the gutters outside too. Like even even that, they're they're magnifying outside. And usually magnets don't uh, don't attract to aluminum, but with the way they do it, they can basically conduct uh, anything, even materials too. But what's the solution? I mean, you can't live like that. It's, you know what, a good and bad in everything. That's that's the thing. And basically, these people are using it for the wrong reasons. There's so many good that, so much good that they could be doing with this technology, but these idiots are using it for the wrong, uh, for the wrong purposes. They're basically just playing around with our lives here. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, like Connie, she has a lot of good, uh, a lot of the people on these calls have a lot of good information to, to help uh, reduce the uh, the frequencies within your house. Yeah, and, I want to um, because, because I, I'm not familiar with this technology, I'm an nurse, and I don't know, I'm new CI, so all those things, even if I want to buy some stuff, I don't know what kind of material that can diagnose the frequency, whatever is coming to me before I find solution. For some of the TIs who don't have much money, if you live close to a beach, a waterfall, or a river, if you get river rocks, if you get sand from the beach, if you get seashells, if you get these types of things, 
and you put them around your house, for some reason, these natural things help. And I think it's because Wilhelm Reich and other people who studied energy, these things give off really good, healthy energy. And for some reason, I don't know if seashells, you know, maybe it's the calcium or whatever, um, but it really seems to help. No, I actually, uh, you're right about that, Connie. Because like the beach is actually a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of relief whenever I go to the beach, and uh, I'm I'm a big beach fan. But it's like uh, usually they try and hold you back from going anywhere. It's like especially when I want to go to the beach, they're always zapping the crap out of me before I go. But but what they but what happens is you know I you say your gutters are giving off frequencies, and I believe that's true. Yeah. And, you know, like I use, again, flat chalky paint, masonry paint, and that type of thing. And I and they were hitting areas outside the house. There were three low points, and the drones are hitting it with energies, and there's pipes underneath. And so what I did was I took sand, I took seashells, I took rocks. And, you know, you can go to Home Depot, get a huge 50-pound bag of, like, pond rocks and sand and stuff, play sand, and just spread it around, and um, they don't like the mylar, because I put mylar outside, and and I put mylar um, twirly things from the Dollar Tree store, and they didn't like it, because it's not a straight wire, and it's not a coil, it basically spins in the wind, so I think I'm breaking up the, um, what they're trying to shoot at the house. Oh, okay. Yep, cost a dollar. You know what, that's the thing, it's like they kept me out of work, you know, I have a electrical engineering degree, but I was working as a union carpenter in a city, especially after 9-11, I wanted to help rebuild a city, and that's, it seems like my target, and that's when they turned it up on us, they're basically trying to keep me out of work, and I thought it was just all the aches and pains from work, and uh, <clears throat> little did I know I was getting zapped the whole time, I was there for 10 years. Well, maybe you can explain something to me because of the type of work you did. Yeah. I use, um, I've used um, a nine LED flashlight. Maybe some people can get you can get these at the Dollar Tree store or Harbor Freight, um, okay. and and a laser light which they sell as a cat toy in Walmart, and sometimes they sell them at the Dollar Tree store. And when they beam energies in through the roof. Um, yeah. Uh, I can feel what direction, where it's coming from, and I'll shine my LED flashlight. It'll go dim bright, and if I shine the laser light, it'll actually start going on off at the same rate of the radio waves that are being beamed in. And um, can you explain why that happens? You know what? They basically, like, discharge, even with the um, the rechargeable batteries. They even, like, I have a, a little, uh, like, electric buzzer that I use, you know, for the beard. And basically, I'll charge it up, and they'll kill the battery on it. So they, and actually, even my mother's car, they did the electronics. Basically, they just killed all the electronics. And, you know, she turned the key, and nothing happened to it. It was like, basically, it almost seemed like a, a bad, uh, a bad, um, almost like a, a bad connection or a dead battery. Like, nothing lit up in the car. And what I'm figuring out is that they can almost, like, I have a, a nice LED flashlight, too, that's supposed to be bright, and I'll charge up the lithium battery, and they do something with the electronics where I don't know if it's the diode inside or the capacitor that they basically charge it up. And even today, I was playing with a 9-volt battery, and I was holding it to my tongue, and they were basically giving, like, the 9-volt battery a charge. Like, I felt it on my tongue that it was actually charging up, which was kind of weird. 
But but for TIs who can't afford expensive meters, what I, I was trying to say is when there's radio waves, you can actually detect them with flashlights. Sit in a dark room, sit on the floor against your bed, against your couch, yeah. and just scan the wall, scan the ceiling with the 9 yeah. LED or the laser light. And yeah. when it detects the radio signal, it'll the flashlight goes dim bright, but the laser goes on and off. They do turn off the energy sometimes when I'm doing this. They and have somebody What was that? Yeah, keep going. Somebody thought maybe they turn it off or it automatically turns off because they're using various expensive equipment. I have to say I, my bedroom is fully shielded, and um, they were beaming something much stronger than they were before, and it was getting through one, two, three layers of mylar, the roof rafter, the mylar and the roof rafters, the mylar in the bottom of the attic, the insulation, the sheetrock, and it was coming into my bedroom, and it was hitting me in the head. And I moved out of the way, and then I took the brown paper bag material, and I covered it up, and it didn't make it through that. And they kept on trying to knock the brown paper bag material off, so I had to keep on switching the type of tape that I was using. And the most effective tapes were masking uh, the blue painter's masking tape and Mm -hmm. heat foil resistant tape. They weren't able to detach, but um, duct tape, they made it shrivel and detach in a heartbeat. Basically, with this microwave frequency, they heat up certain things. Like I, we, when I started freaking out and I didn't know what was going on, you know, my my parents they installed a ADT in the house, and basically, they were playing around with the system, like the magnetics on the doors. They basically were disarming those, and uh, I figured it out. Actually, I took one of the uh, neodymium magnets. And they had the one, uh, like one of the doors said it was unlocked and it just kept beeping. So I took the magnet and I just swiped it by the contacts and the thing started working again. In the beginning, we were calling up ADT like every two seconds because one of them uh, wasn't working. And actually, it almost seemed like one of the contacts was sliding down so it wasn't making a full magnetic contact. And basically what they do, they intercept a lot of the uh, uh, frequencies, but... From what I'm from what I'm seeing, basically it's like wherever I walk in the house, I'll hear like the uh, the heat the heating pipes. Basically, it seems like they target a lot of the pipes in the house. I'll hear like pings against the pipes, and it seems like they lock onto the pipes and create that magnetic field. It almost seems like I don't know if you ever heard of a teak. It's a, a thermal a thermoelectric conductor. If you ever had like the uh, the little mini fridges, and like the inside, you know, you plug it in, and it actually, you know, the inside gets cold. Basically, what a teak is is two ceramic plates and a superconductor in the middle. And if you hook up a battery to this teak, one one plate gets hot. Like one side gets hot, the other side gets cold. As they charge up, like the interior of it, the superconductor in the middle. And for some reason, like, they actually do that to me a lot. Like, my hands and feet will get cold, but I feel my stomach, and it's, like, boiling, or I feel my belt buckle. And they're, like, basically locking in on my belt buckle because, like, it's hot. It's hotter than my body temperature. And that's what they do. I mean, they kind of took me out of work that way, too, because I was working in the wintertime, and it's, like, we're outdoors, and they were basically making me freeze a lot. And uh, they do this induced sweat thing with me, too. They're basically throwing every trick at the book. So it's like, 
it almost seems like they could just lock into anything within the house because I'll hear pings like all throughout the house. And even in the beginning when they had me freaked out, they were making like animal noises and, you know, it sounded like scraping in the attic or something running around in there, but that was their, you know, their frequency. It's almost like the radar ping that knocks off a wall and comes back, but it's a strong frequency. And, you know, even when I was sitting outside, they were doing it along, you know, against the house. They were basically making like a little, it almost sounded like a little uh, click, like a clicking noise. So one thing to look for, I also noticed, they painted certain pipes and wires with this um, pink or and or, or orange fluorescent um, paint or something. And I also painted over that with flat, chalky white paint. And okay. um, that seemed to help. I think it was markers for them to know what to hit. Okay. It almost, for me, it almost seems like they're using a microwave propagation wave, but once it comes inside the house, it's almost like ultrasonics, where it basically just, because ultrasonics can't go through walls, so it's like if you're in a certain room, they'll do the microwave frequency into the room, and it'll just be like ricocheting around in the room until, you know, they do like 19 hertz, which is your eyeball, and boom, once it hits you, it'll just zap you in the eyeball, that's, I, I don't know. That that's what I was. Uh, I, I was almost gonna buy like the ultrasound detectors to pick up, you know, the noises coming around. Or see, the thing is with lasers, unless it's like the uh, infrared laser, which you can't see. Regular lasers, if you take like chalk or smoke, and you put it in a room, you'll see like la- you know you can light up the laser light, like that little uh, the the laser that you're talking about from Harbor Freight which, by the way, is like one of my favorite stores. But that, if you take uh, chalk or or smoke and you just, you know, puff it around the laser light, you'll, you'll it'll just illuminate it in the air and you, you, could, you can see it. Uh, I think you're right. I was burning a candle in my Connecticut home and they were hitting me from the back and from the front. Yeah. And I had a candle burning on my bureau and it was in um, this, oriental thing that had different cutouts and all of a sudden I saw the flame illuminated this laser coming straight at my chest and I was like that's when I decided okay I'm painting mylar on the walls and that's what I did and when you look at my walls they're white but there's a layer of mylar on my walls underneath that white chalky flat paint and that stopped that but then they started coming in um, they were d- coming in at an angle through the roof, and that's when I started putting mylar on the roof rafters. Thanks. And it actually helps keep the home um, warmer, and okay. I think uh, helps with you know the heating and the cooling cost of the home. Okay, oh, that's good. And you can get 50 sheets of mylar from eBay for like 27 or 29 dollars. Okay. Yeah, I gotta start doing something. Actually, this is one thing I want to make a note that they're kind of making me forget this. I was actually um, able to pick up the waves, which is kind of weird. I was taking my um, my cell phone camera. It's basically, it's got 8 uh, megapixel, and I was taking pictures of a monitor, like my iPad monitor or your computer screen or even your TV screen. And on the screen, if you videotape it, I was picking up basically, it looks like reddish waves coming in like an echo. And I was able to pick up the frequencies that were bouncing around in the room, basically going from a, a, um, a camera lens 
to a monitor, any monitor. If Basically, you want it white so you can see it. And you can see these, like, reddish waves coming in from, uh, I don't know, like one of them, I'm basically getting bombarded. It was coming in from all different angles onto the monitor. And what they do, they're hitting the, uh, it seems like they're hitting, because basically I'll try and focus in on someone with my cell phone, and basically they hit the uh, the camera lens, which basically throws it out of focus. And I'm always, like, battling with them, you know, waving the cell phone around to try and get it in focus. And I have some pictures here that I took, and it's basically the same picture. One has no waves in it. The other one is just bombarded with waves. And it's actually kind of weird. So try that out if it is. Basically, from do it from any camera. Try and get, like, a, a decent camera that's, like, you know, 5 to 8 megapixel. Like, and uh, take a picture of your, or videotape, like, your, um, you know, your TV screen. And you can actually, uh, I should put it on the FCC website because you could see these waves coming in. It's kind of weird. Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I was actually, I wanted to buy an infrared camera. And there's one that you can hook up to your um they have one for the iPhone, but it's about a thousand bucks. But there's one for an Android that's like two hundred bucks. I know the FLIR, the FLIR ones are very expensive because basically what they're doing in my house, they start heating up certain things. Even me, they heat up. You know, I'm sure everybody else gets that. But they actually they've been playing with my thermostat in the house, where I'll set the heat on say seventy two, and I have a Honeywell thermostat. And it's not remote control or anything, but they'll actually start nuking the uh, temperature sensor on it. And they raise the inside temperature of the house to like 80 degrees so it shuts off the heat. And it's like this stupid little game like they're playing, you know, with the uh, the thermostat. And it's, uh, you know, they'll just try anything to get under your skin and make you aggravated. And, you know, basically, you know, it's like where they're a little pet that they're screwing around with kind of. I, I put aluminum foil, um, just a piece of painter's tape with aluminum foil over the thermostat because, yeah, they were hitting it with something. Yeah, basically what they do, I, I took mine apart, and there's a little bulb on the bottom next to the plastic, and it looks kind of weird. It almost looks like it's um, insulated in, like, um, um, wax or, or, like, the the hot metal glue gun, and that's your, that's your temperature... Um, thermostat basically and if you put your fingers on there you'll actually see like the uh you know the temperature rising or whatever and there was one point where basically i raised the temperature in the house to like 80 degrees and then they raise it up to freaking 90 degrees it was like a whole like game like they basically want you to sit there and freaking uh you know play with them or i don't know they're, they're actually like toying with us kind of and it's like uh a stupid little game, but actually, I want to get the FLIR camera because and just videotape the room because they basically do like hot spots. That's why I was almost thinking it's like uh, in physics, basically, you know, uh, the transfer of energy, you know, from heat to electrical. And I know I read something where back in the day, I don't know how many decades ago, that they used to take a regular UV light and they can actually produce sound from that if they magnified it. And I actually, I want to read into that because it seems like, you know, I don't know what they're using against us, but sometimes when I'm on the beach, they'll start hitting me up, heating me up when I'm sitting there and then, you know, I'll go cool off and then, uh, 
I don't know. They fry me in a scalp a lot, too. Um, with your iPad, do you have something called photo booth? I do. And there's something called x-ray, thermal, mirror, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, today I had it set on either x-ray or thermal, and I was pointing it toward a window, and you could actually see radio waves. Really? Yeah. So, x-ray, thermal? There's one that says x-ray, one that okay. says normal, one that says thermal, one that says mirror, one that says, um, I don't know, there's like nine different settings. Okay. And right. my roommate was sitting there, and I had it pointed toward the window. And I said, oh, I wonder if these can find the microchips in my body, you know, like thermal yeah. or x-ray. And anyways, he's like, oh, you better be careful or whatever. But um, anyways, I had it pointed toward the window, and you could actually see radio waves. Because really? during the day, it's important to take the mylar away from the windows and let the electromagnetic radiation trapped inside the house to escape, go outside. You know, the sun seems to help. But again, I use a lot of organite. I put it in my windows. When I use my iPad, my phone, I put it on a piece of wood. I surround it with organite because somebody mentioned, and I felt this, it's called a stinger zinger. It's where you're holding your cell phone and you actually feel like you're getting stung. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I put my phone on a piece of wood. I surround it with organite. I'm severely EMF sensitive, and it, it helps, you know? Really? i got to try that out. I want to well, try or you that out. Yeah, or you can even take wax candles, take candles and put them around your devices. That seems to also help somehow. Really? Maybe because it basically it's like causing, because, you know, you have a hot spot and a cold spot. Maybe yeah, it's just, and, uh, and it's... Yeah, and if you, and if you, uh, they don't like bar soap either. I don't know why they don't like bars of soap, but anyways, I don't think they do. But um, they don't like the brown paper bag material. They keep on trying to knock that off. Um, I think they, you know, whatever they were beaming in at me, the circumference or diameter was like a normal flashlight, and it was coming straight through all those layers, but the brown paper bag material stopped it from coming through. It's not very attractive, but it's very effective. No, listen, uh, basically I've tried so many different things, even with the, um, you know, the the magnets and, I don't know, uh, even with the magnets, it seems like, uh, I mean, basically that's what they're using on us. It helps a little bit, and some of this stuff, it seems like they almost just toy with you. Oh, let them wear that and uh, let them walk around outside with that on and, you know, to kind of embarrass you. Hello? But it's like it seems like they can just, um, I don't know, this thing basically penetrates through a lot of things. It's its really tough to block, and uh, I don't even think uh, our government knows. Uh, hello? I'm sure they probably have something, but yes, hello. Hello? Yes. Um, yes, um, it's very odd that you mentioned the thermostats and, and stuff today because I was just filming, trying to film that. Um, I filmed that today because... Basically, for a long time, I've been electronically harassed. Yeah. And one of the things that they're doing is they're flicking the thermostat of the fr- – it's winter here, so they're yeah. flicking the thermostat on and off. Yeah. Like 10 minutes, I walk yeah. and click on and off. If I grab a camera, they, yeah. it won't work. They, it, you know impact. what? They did and that you know to me, too. This? They're yeah. doing this because if you, would, if you investigate drones, okay? Yeah. They're approving drones. There's drones that they're doing pipe inspections. Okay, so the drones are going over the the, the, the land, and they're and they're emitting 
RF, they have RF emitters, and they're emitting into the ground, and they are expecting the pipes, and they have that kind of that kind of equipment. They have radars that actually penetrate through the ground. You're right. I was actually I was thinking about that too. So if they direct, but, if they're directing it at anything like that, like for example, if they're inspecting pipes, they're going to, yeah. they're going to direct, be able to probably even clean the pipe yeah. by some kind of a laser. So and not only that, I I mentioned this before on the line during the week. I can see them. They they appear as stars. So when you look up, when you look up in the air. They look like stars. Yeah, I have I have a couple of bright lights above. They kind of look like stars. I thought they were satellites, and uh, I think basically it's coming from that. I almost think they do an a, like a, a triangulation with the uh, satellites to like track you on the ground. Yeah, it's and, all linked. But, that's, that's why you, we, it's impossible to prove that. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I was looking at some apps, and, um, you know, you have, uh, there's like Black Hat and um, Hacker 5. These people basically, you know, it's, uh, they do conventions in Las Vegas where they demonstrate how to hack, you know, cell phones, how to hack computers, how to hack, uh, basically how to hack the sky. There's one, there's one called a sky grabber where you can intercept satellite signals. And basically, I think they almost, hacked a satellite and basically they're propagating their frequencies off of that i really don't know how they're doing it because just like you said it's up in the sky and it's tough to do it and i'm not that technical when it comes to computers i'm better off with circuits but yeah they they can basically they can turn and they were also doing this with the honeywell they basically i think it's the cutoff frequency because it's the same thing with my cell phone basically they they kept they would block the signal and then they would reset it automatically. It basically it hits that cutoff frequency where they raise it above that frequency limit, and it resets. And they were doing the same thing to my Honeywell thermostat. All of a sudden, it'll just show 10 to, like, the one power, and it would just reset. And then all of a sudden, everything would just start flashing on it, and boom, I'd have to reset it, and it's just a stupid little game with them. And I, I actually I filmed it at one point, but yeah, they they actually they can do that with the thermostats. Yep. And once the house, the vibrations in the house are going through the floors. Yeah. Somehow they're they're timing something and they're focusing, so the vibration somehow builds. Yeah. Like it's yep. like they focus the vibration, so it's some it's almost like if you know music. Yeah. Acoustic yeah. music, you'll know it's like they're timing you and they're and they're they're pulsing the vibration. It's almost like if I'm if I move around the house, somehow the vibration finds me. It's really strange. Yeah, they actually. It's uh, I'm telling you, basically, it's like the, the I hear the heating pipes and the fridge go off when I go in the kitchen. Hmm? I hear, you know, I come downstairs and I hear pipes in the wall going, and uh, you know, it's it's a lot of the pipes because you know it's basically it's some easy for them to lock on, or they're just passing their signal through and it hits the pipe and it basically makes that ping noise off the pipe while they're trying to follow you around. And I don't know how, you know, I don't know what they're actually doing. It, it's tough because once you try and figure it out or, you know, you want to take a picture of it, all of a sudden they turn it off and it's like it's, you know, it's their little way of hiding. You know, they're probably hiding. Uh, I think they're basically, they're so far away from us that they're hiding on some island just sending these signals and they're having a ball, it seems like, you know. Donors to us. That's what the sounds are like in the back. That's one. That's that. Those are the the um, the, the electronic voices I'm being harassed by. They're yeah. They're all over the place. 
Yep. And they seem to be um every time they seem to be there seems to be like an acoustic frequency attached to them. Yeah. And it's yep. and I can't if you turn off the power in the house, everything completely it doesn't come from a particular area it'll start to move around. Yeah. You even yep. hear it up you can even hear it up thumbs towards the ceiling. So that obviously means it's something orbiting around. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was looking into the plasma antennas. I don't know if you can actually if our government declassified it. You know, this guy actually Woody Norris, the guy sounds brilliant. I mean he just he he was kinda like I'm like a mini him, you know, I built some ideas, I built uh basically the first handheld metal detector, the stud finders that you buy in eighty six and I entered it in a competition in New Jersey and I got a first place, you know, whatever. I got first place and a free meal at TGI Fridays. Next year, I see it in uh, in Radio Shack, handheld stud finder. And I didn't know about patents back then. I could have been a millionaire off of that. But it's like this guy, Woody Norris, basically, he built so many, so many good ideas, but it seems like they're being used for the wrong purpose, like the, the plasma antenna that he uh, that he patented. And basically, he's like, you can make it appear and disappear. And I'm like, uh, actually, I really, uh, if there's anybody in California that's uh, technical, they should go talk to that guy. Because I want to go talk to him and be like, listen, you got to teach us this technology. And uh, I'd like to know more about it, even with the uh, HH, uh, the, the hypersonic sound, basically how they project the uh, the vocals. I saw something on the Internet where it's... Uh, I think it's called a sound laser where a guy built a mini one. It's only about 200 bucks. And basically I wanted to build like a mini version of this weapon just to demonstrate because I tried to explain it to my friends, my family. I tried to explain it to everybody and of course nobody believes you. Yeah, so sound, I almost... sound directional laser, I, I did see that. I even, I did film that because I'm, I'm doing my own personal documentation, right? Because they, they, they are recommending us to do that. Yeah, that's part of what I've demonstrated. Basically, a person could buy something Eat. direct sound at a person beside you, and that person can't even hear it because yeah. of the laser. Well, check out H. It's HSS, hypersonic sound, and you'll see speakers. They sell them on eBay, on uh, Amazon, and if you go to Kickstarter, the guy actually he he did like a mini one that's about the size of a cell phone that does the same thing. It's it basically projects sound at one point. And uh, on ultraculture.org, I think um, Derek put it on the, on the website. If you check out that website, they showed the ADS. Actually, I told him about that. They showed the ADS weapon. There are two YouTube clips there. They show the ADS weapon, which is the pain ray, and they demonstrate it on people, and they show. Um, the hypersonic sound where they have a billboard in New York City for a scary movie and it's directed at a certain point on the street. And if you walk by that point, you hear the voices coming from this, uh, it's like a 20-story building. They have the speaker, you know, the projectile up on top of the building there where it's basically focusing in on one point on the sidewalk. And they do a nice demonstration of that too. But for a cheap version, I mean, it's, you know, I know we're all hurting for money. I've been out of work for about five years now. But it's it's about 200 bucks, and actually I want to hook up from, like, Amazon. I want to get, like, a sound generator, basically an adjustable, like, a oscilloscope. That, well, not a oscilloscope, but a, a frequency, you know, adjustable frequency thing, and hook it up to that and see if I could project this uh, pain ray thing that they're doing to us. 
just as a little demonstration and screw around with my friends. I know Amazon has a, or just to demonstrate to my friends, I know Amazon, I mean, uh, AmazingOne.com has a, it's like a small speaker thing where it's like 10 bucks and basically it produces a frequency where it'll make you almost like vomit. And I wanted to buy that just to demonstrate because my friends are like, oh, you know, um, you're tripping. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? You know, you're starting to lose it because I'm explaining this stuff to them. And it's like I even had one of my friends that he was supporting me. I brought him to the New Jersey meeting. And even after seeing all the people in the meeting, he still, he walked out of there and he still was a non-believer. I, I, you know, it's it's tough to get somebody to believe it. I actually, you know, uh, for three years I've been getting targeted heavily, but, you know, three and a half years ago I saw Jesse the Body Conspiracy Theory, Brain Invaders, and, I, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I actually kind of started laughing a little bit, and I was like, I couldn't believe it either. Then all of a sudden it was like a couple months later I'm getting fried by this technology. Well, I was at the time, but I didn't realize it. But then they just turned it up a notch where they made it known. And uh, I had myself wrapped in aluminum siding from the pool and, and this and that to try and block this frequency. And I was trying everything to block it, and I couldn't block this thing. I was I was running all over the place. They disabled two ATM machines on me. It's basically, it's all electronic with me. It's like the cell phone, uh, you know. I went through so many electronic, I got a graveyard of electronic pieces here that they keep frying on me. As I'm piling up my evidence, kind of. Actually, I wanted to make one note. Last night, it was uh, I was doing all this testing, and they actually <laughs> I had the tri-field meter, my 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 cell phone, the tri-field meter, and uh, and my transducer with the speaker. And all of a sudden, my tri-field meter on EMF, I had it from 0 to 100, all of a sudden it started pinning. So I take the transducer, and I'm going over my cell phone where it's basically, you can hear like the microwave uh, frequency. It's a little tick coming off the, uh, you know, my cell phone. But then right next to it, I was picking up this frequency, and then like a couple seconds later, my signal goes dead. The needle's still pinning. And basically, I picked up their frequency that they were zapping my phone with. I have it, uh, you know, I recorded it. Are you going to put this online? What was that? Are you going to put the recordings online or no? I will. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, I just got to put them. I just got to put them online. Like this one, this one was actually the best one because I don't have. I mean, you know, through the tri-field meter doesn't give you an exact reading of what it was, but you can actually hear like the uh, signal coming in. It was like, and they were blocking. Basically, that's what was blocking my, my, you know, that was like their IMSI catcher. They were blocking a signal or zapping my phone with. You get some weird signals from if you get an old AM radio and just just. Just out of the, it was just sitting around. Yeah. And if you dial it in between the stations, I got the whole house to feedback, and there were, there were these strange rhythms, and strange um tunes that no matter what time of the day it would change around, and they would just 
they would be pulsing and rhythming on this radio and, and feedback. It was yeah, the AM radios are really good. Actually, I had a clock radio here in my room that has AM, FM, and uh, sometimes you actually, like, even with my transducer and my speaker, my little power amp, I have the, um, basically, your little, uh, the mail adapter that you plug in. <clears throat> I bought it at Radio Shack, and basically, you know, you wire it yourself. And I have one of my fingers on one of the connections there. And basically what that does is give the feedback off your body. And um, you can actually hear like all the crazy feedback. Basically it seems like it's almost the ground uh, pulse from your house. But even with those AM radios, if you open it up inside, it's basically it's like the tuner for the um, how you adjust the station. There's a little like clear square box there with like you'll see screws on top and some uh, and you know it's like four screws or whatever well that's that's basically your um you know your adjustable oscillator it's basically your adjustable frequency thing and there was one fine cable coming off of there and i was holding my finger on there and it actually amplifies that signal that's coming in through the radio which uh was helping me track the signal, but then I was just using the, the little, I had a little jam speaker, those little Bluetooth speakers, and uh, with this transducer, or actually you could just plug in, if you just, I mean, if you can't afford anything, you just take the uh, the plug that you plug into there with a, a cable, just a regular, like your, you know, like say you have um the uh, the earplugs. You basically take the earplugs out and just use that cable dangling and walk around the room and you'll pick up all sorts of interference. Like that'll, that'll even help. What would so you do to record a background sound? Like when you turn the power off and there's like a frequency in the background that can be heard, what would you, what would you use to record that? Because often expensive recording, they filter out background noise and stuff. Yeah, I I just been using, I mean, you know, I had a camera, they actually disabled that because I was videotaping something, you know, I was videotaping my graveyard electronics here, trying to explain all the stuff that they fried on me, and they actually, uh, with electronics, they can disable it, and I'm still trying to figure that out, Uh, I don't know what they end up frying, like I said, with my mother's car, they did it three times in like a month period. If they got you, it doesn't drive far. They basically just shut it down and nothing worked. And even the mechanic was stunned because he actually takes care of, like, the cop cars. He's a really good mechanic in town. And he didn't even know what was wrong with the car. And all of a sudden, I guess, like, a couple of days later, they took off that frequency and the car started right back up. But, of course, he charged, like, a couple hundred dollars. Oh, I did this, that, the other thing. But I don't think he did anything to the car. And then we a week later, boom, the same thing happened. We had to bring it back again. And it seemed like they did something with the, um, I don't know if this is how they hacked it, but it was actually uh, the remote for the door opener. They fried that fuse in the car. And every time I put that fuse back in, a couple hours later, you know, I try with the uh, remote control to open up the door, and boom, that fuse will pop again. So it's almost like they hit something. They probably just fried the wires in the car, and it was creating a short, which basically uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. With circuit boards, there's something on a circuit board where they can zap. I don't know if it's a capacitor or whatever, but they can basically uh, 
they could basically just fry it. I don't know if they overcharge it or I don't know what they do. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I said, this technology is way, way beyond my knowledge. I didn't, did you I didn't, ever did you ever think about making those transduce, transducers that could pick up the frequency and offering to TIs for low cost solutions? Because, you know what? That's that's what I actually want to do. And um, this thing, the the wiring on it, it's basically it's like if you go to Radio Shack and you buy, it's like um, they come in different colors, but it's very fine wire, and it almost has like a um, it's like a, a wax coating on top. And basically what this transducer is, I got to put a picture on the internet because I fixed it a couple of times and it, it's very basic. It's basically, it's like, um, if it almost looks like um, when you buy a fishing string, it looks like the same thing. It's like a plastic housing with the fishing string in the middle, except that's the fine wire. And it's a piece of metal in the middle. And basically, just uh, the two ends of the wire you hook up to your uh, to your input for the uh, the little power amplifier, and it picks up these signals incredibly. Basically, like I also sampled with um, a small little transformer from a circuit, and it's basically the same setup. It's like coil wrapped around a plastic uh, reel, kind of with. Uh, but that doesn't have the metal in the middle, and this thing still picks up the frequency really good. I, w- I will put that on the Internet because I want everybody to have that, even these, like the, some of these pictures or videos that I did. Especially hey, hey, can, you, hey, can, you, can you email that to uh, wbwb52 at live.com? Can Wait, you email me a picture of that? Yeah, hold huh? on. Hold on one second. Because I, I was looking on the Internet, and actually Tom from New Jersey he was the one that told me it was a transducer. I didn't even know the name of it. And he's like, yeah, it's a little mini transducer. And I had this thing for like 25 years. And at first I thought it was a speaker when I first got it. But I was like, ah, oh, this thing doesn't even work. And I was just digging through my closet there, pulled it out, plugged it into the uh, the power amp. And the thing was, it's freaking awesome to pick up. I, I'm telling you, your power surge plugs, you almost, I think you got to build like a Faraday cage around your adapters that are plugged into it because they give off so many different frequency pitches. It won't give you the frequency reading, but through the speaker, you just hear all the different pitches coming out of the stuff, even out of the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got a picture ready to write it down, my email address. Yeah, right, yeah. What was it again? WBWB52 at live.com. Live.com. All right, cool. Yeah, my name is Wes. All right, cool, Wes. This is Antonio. I All right, you guys it. on the podcast. Uh, you know, I've been listening a lot. I finally uh, I'm gonna start getting on the podcast more often because uh, I'm getting I'm to the point where uh, it's either it's either poop or get off the uh, the bed, kind of. You know, it's like I'm to the point where I'm totally fed up. They're ruining my life here. Yeah, another well, thing, if you one of those clothes, I wear, I wear leather clothes. If you wear a leather coat, it was when I've been wearing a leather coat, I feel a lot better. So somebody told me a long time ago that no, leather the leather is a good The leather does help. You just got to make sure it's 100% leather because I have a couple of leather coats and the material inside, they're actually penetrate. I guess they, they get to the material inside. And one of, like, even a microfiber is very bad. Fleece is very bad. Because I'll put on like a microfiber, uh, it's like the, instead of the cotton thermal shirts, I'll put on a microfiber shirt. And 
I got to like peel it off my body because they charge it up so much. It's kind of weird. I agree with you regarding clothing and women out there. You know, um, yeah. you're if you're wearing a, a bra and you've got wires in there, it's like yeah. an antenna. Oh, so you yeah. need to think about that. But even yeah. nylon, the nylon, and I agree with you about microfiber and micro fleece and all that stuff. The natural fibers, 100% cotton, leather, wool, you know, things like that are really effective. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I heard wool, wool and leather, yeah. And uh, if you, if anybody wears glasses, make sure you don't get the metal frames, get the plastic frames if you wear glasses. Yeah, yeah. And even so, there's one, I know there's one guy in New York here that a guy has braces, and I still, I haven't seen him back at the meeting, but I want to tell him, I'm like, what are you doing with braces on? You're like a walking antenna. You know, they basically, they, they're they they're locked onto your braces right there. You got that metal cable going on your braces. So, okay. so if you were to make a transduce, transducer for a TI, how much would you, would it cost you or how much would you charge? I mean, I actually purchased um, a frequency meter, and it costs like about 60 bucks, which is um, cheap considering, you know, that some costs a lot more. But, like, what would you charge for that? Personally, I would just charge it for the material. I'll keep it as cheap as possible. If, if I had, you know, if I was rich, I'd be giving it away for free, I'll tell you that. If it is, I'll even build these things for everybody. Uh, yeah, because it's basically... You'll laugh how simple this thing is, and it just picks up every little frequency, except I can't use this, like I said, this wire that they use on this transducer is thinner in your hair. It's like almost if you pull on it, you'll snap it. And basically that's what they've been doing. They just freaking fry the transducer on me, and it fries the cable, and then i got to resolder it. And I, I almost can't even see this, this cable on it. But you can also do it with thicker cable. Like if you were to take basically cable and wrap it around a plastic basically you want like a, a cable uh, uh, a plastic like cylinder almost just like the uh if you go say to like kmart and you buy fishing string and it's on that plastic reel you want something like that where you can wrap cable around it and basically at the one end you keep one end open you, you don't even contact the one end inside like at, at the beginning of the reel but the other two contacts coming out, you hook that up to an adapter that plugs into your uh, Bluetooth speaker. And there's usually three connections on your, on your male adapter that plugs into the speaker, and you connect the wires to two of those connectors. One is the ground, and the middle one's the, uh, the plus. And boom, you go around with that, and if you hold your finger up to, like, the, uh, the ground, it'll actually give the frequency that's coming through your body also. You'll hear the feedback coming through your body also. And even if you just do like a if you like a basic one where you just take a cable and hook it up the same way. You almost don't even need that plastic reel. But the plastic reel is basically like if you look through the hole on the um say like the fishing string thing and you look through the hole on the plastic reel itself that's where it's picking up the frequency in the middle there. So you point that, that hole at whatever you want to pick up the frequency on, and boom, it picks up everything. You'll hear all the little beeps and clicks and uh, all the different pitches coming off of there. Like this thing is basically, 
it's almost it's like an inch in diameter but like an inch in height it's an inch by an inch that's how big this thing is it's very small can, can you use a regular speaker instead of bluetooth because like i i try not to use any wireless no yeah no. yeah you can but actually this is funny because i brought it to uh i brought it to show at the new jersey meeting this past saturday and they were disabling the Bluetooth speaker on me, so I looked like an idiot there. Every time I plugged it in, boom, <laughs> they would zap it and disarm it. And even if it's not even Bluetooth, like I have another little, uh, it was one of those speakers that you unscrew, and it almost, it basically, it's with the vibrations. that are like the little cheap speakers that they look like an egg shape almost that you unscrew, and it has that springy thing in the middle. I basically took the circuit from that and built a little amplifier for my Walkman, and they ended up, they can disable that too. I don't know how they do it. I really don't know. There's some electrical component where they can disable on circuits. And it's kind of weird, man. It really, uh, I don't get it. I almost think it, I don't know if it's a capacitor. Like I said, the power supplies, <clears throat> they always targeted the middle of the circuit board and the capacitor in the middle of the circuit board. And it's bugging me out because it's either they're hitting the uh, the transformers next to it or the aluminum. Basically, they're like aluminum, um, what do you call it, uh, for the transistors, uh, the heat sinks, the aluminum heat sinks inside a circuit board. <clears throat> I don't know if they're zapping those and creating like a force field where they basically fry anything in the middle of that. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. No, but I, I do want to make those for everybody because I'm telling you, it's a it's a whole different world listening to all the pitches coming off, uh, you know, even light bulbs and stuff like that and cables and circuit boards, adapters, you hear everything. Well, so for those who have, um, you know, if you have your own home or whatever, or maybe even if you don't, um, the plastic switch plates for outlets and... Um, and light switches, um, they're not very good. It's better to have metal ones and, again, flat, chalky white paint. Or if you do have um, the plastic ones, you can get the heat foil resistant tape. You just unscrew it. You, you turn off the power for safety reasons. But take heat foil resistant tape, put it on the inside of the plastic switch plates and outlet covers, and it really it, it does help. And um, another thing that I did was... I made something, I guess John called it chaff. It's basically where I took um, shredded brown paper what bags. Is it? What is it, man? What? What? Well, I made chaff. I used chalk. I used sand. I used brown paper bag material. I used little wads of aluminum foil and mylar. I mixed it all together to make this little mixture. And if there was any room around the outlet, I st like between the sheetrock and, you know, the outlet box, I started shoving it in the walls around it. And it also really helped. And I, I was telling John a few weeks ago when we were talking, I don't know why it helped, but he said I was creating chaff. I, I think it basically scrambles the energy. Um, so, you know, electromagnetic radiation wants to go toward 
the path of least resistance. It probably wants to go to a coil, water, a straight wire, or metal. But when you've got jumbled metal and, you know, different mixtures of materials, I think it basically scrambles and breaks it up. Yeah, I was even with this um with this uh EMF detector that I built, not the transducer but the other one just wrapped in coil. Seemed like I was even getting a uh a feedback off the water and like the toilet and basically the water in the sink. Even like the water pipes itself, like anything that, that spits out water is creating feedback. Uh, I think that's basically cuz your ground like when uh, you know when the water company comes, they connect your ground, you know, your water pipe to the 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 ground, and basically that just you think about it, your water pipes go all throughout your house, and it's like if the ground is connected to it and it's sending in that bad feedback, basically that's going all throughout your house. That's why your washing machine, you, you know, your your fridge, is, you know, it's all connected to the water. And even in the shower, I was getting feedback off of the, uh, you know, the the, um, the shower head, and even off the drain pipe, which is weird. Mm-hmm. So I have a question about your transducer and the frequencies. Um, yeah. I because I'm the EMF sensitive, um, I go to thrift shops and yard sales, and I buy copper pieces of copper. And when I get bowls and goblets and stuff, I don't keep them right side up. I turn them upside down, and that somehow helps. Um, I don't know if the energy is attracted to it, or I don't know exactly why it helps. Wait, what but, was that thing um, you said I, you bought? Huh? What was that you said you bought? It was it was copper. It's uh, copper, like copper goblets, copper plates, copper okay. anything. You know what? Like upstairs, my my parents that they have, well, my mother, she has like copper, um, like cooking ware, and she has a copper bowl. And in the beginning, I was trying that. I had the copper bowl on top of my head wrapped with uh, aluminum for for the ductwork. You have that aluminum tape that, you know, it almost looks like duct tape, but it's aluminum. I had the two wrapped together, and basically it seemed like it was more of a conductor than less a conductor. I don't know if they just turned up the amplification, but my head was frying, and that really wasn't helping the situation. I don't know. That was my personal experience. I don't know. Well, well, I was holding um, an electronic charge, so when I would touch a light switch or the stove, I was actually seeing a zap. And so when I went out and got copper goblets, I turned them upside down. I held it against my car door, and um, there was a rapid vibration on the side of my face and head, and basically I was discharging the static electricity in my body. And afterwards, it felt good, but at the first, you know, at first it was a little scary, but ever since I've been collecting copper, but when I get it, I turn it upside down, so, um, and, and sometimes when the drones are out there, I actually, if it's a bowl-like structure, like a parable or whatever they call it, parable or whatever, that shape, I actually face it, like, point them at them. Okay. Because, you know, they be, they have these flashing lights. And when yeah. I go outside and try to take a picture, they stop flashing the lights. They keep them solid. You know um, what? But I was seeing that, too. It, it, they almost look like helicopters, but they're not. It's just like a little blinking light that was going around. And I don't know. I was more, like, zoned in on the, um, basically, they look like satellites up there. I mean, I got a couple of bright stars 
or whatever satellites that are up in the sky. But I always saw like what you were saying, you know, and I was thinking maybe it was that, but it's like you're getting zapped 24 seven. I'm like, this thing just never goes away. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. Well, well, I think they're beaming some energy down because I feel it, and that's why I open the front door and I take my iPad and I go to take a picture and they stop blinking the lights. And if you go to the FCC website and you type in like 2400 hertz, you're going to see that there's military and medical experimentation and there's you you know there's drone experiments and public notices and all this other stuff going on. Sometimes it's fixed, sometimes it's mobile. It's going a lot going on in California. It's going on in Florida and all other states. And it says, you. I think it has to do with the drones, not only the drones, but there's other types of experimentation. But I think they're doing this to us, like what Darling yeah. Miles is talking about. They do it to unwitting citizens, oh, whistleblowers. Yeah. Listen, I think they target everybody because even like they do the vibrations to the gut and I'll go like upstairs in the kitchen and I'll be talking to my mother. They'll do it to her and I hear it. And my, you know, my parents, they think, oh, they're hungry or something like that. And that's what I thought in the beginning, like about seven years ago, I was lying on my couch down here. And the vibrations coming out of my stomach, I was like, oh, I, I thought I was basically going to die here. They were hitting me so hard, and I didn't realize what the heck was going on. I'm like, I, I thought, uh, you know, I went to so many doctors, and I thought it was, you know, there was something wrong with me that I just didn't find out, or the doctors didn't find out. Meanwhile, it was these assholes zapping me, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, now I know what was going on, and I know that I'm 100% healthy, and it's like these, these idiots were just... Um, they almost had me dead uh, so many times that eight years ago, basically, I passed out at the wheel up the street for me, and it's like a 45-degree angle coming down. And I was wondering why I felt so sleepy. I mean, it was late at night, but I cranked up the radio. I rolled down the windows. It was wintertime, and I'm still, they were doing the induced sleep, and I passed out at the wheel, and I crashed into a tree, had my seatbelt on in the airbag, and thank God for that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. They yeah, that's what they do to a lot of people, man. They make them sleep, especially when they are driving. Yeah. They want people to get in accidents, man. Yep, yep. And it's called a marijuana. It's called a marijuana frequency, man. That's yeah. what they call. You know what? And that was the thing. When I was working union construction, I was smoking pot, and actually, it was helping with the pain. And uh, I figured it was just the pains from working and stuff like that, but. It was these assholes screwing around with me, and that, basically that was the only thing that was helping with the pain, but it was like, you know, they had me even in a, in a fog when I wasn't smoking pot, and I'm like, what the heck is going yeah, on? Yeah, they were now? doing that to me when I worked, too, man, when I get off like at 3.30 and yeah. eat and they're trying to put, but I figured out you always got to keep you some water in your vehicle or either uh, like an energy drink or something to sip yeah. on while you're driving. Something, drink something cold if you're going to drink water because that's, Basically, they're frying up my skull, but it seems like, you know, they had me with the acid reflux going at one point, and I swear, you know, it almost, you know, basically it almost turned to like cancer. I had it so bad that I was trying, you know, the doctor put me on, um, what the heck is that called? Um, not Tums, but they have the the, the purple pill. Uh, I'm Nexium. Nexium. Yeah, Nexium. And I'm like, you got this thing to do anything. It actually made it worse because it neutralizes all the acids in your stomach, and you need those acids. 
And basically, I don't know, they they probably had where I had an infection in, in my, uh, you know, in my, uh, my esophagus or whatever, like near my uh, stomach, where it was so bad at nighttime, I couldn't even sleep that I felt, you know, I just felt burning going inside. I was like, they had me so many times where they almost knocked me off. I feel like, uh, I feel like a cat almost. I got a... Uh, <laughs> They almost killed me off like seven times. I got a couple more lives left. Well, you made it through, man. Everybody you know on this call. I'm going to fight this. I don't care if I freaking die fighting this. At least I know I'm trying to, to, to stop it somehow. And I hope everybody else thinks the same way. Because if you sit there and do nothing, they're just going to keep screwing with you until you until you die. I hate to say it, but, you know. Well, everybody on the call, we bless, and our job is to try to just to get out there and tell people out there in the world yeah. that, uh, that what's going on, to try to yeah. see some lives, man. So yeah. if anybody, if y'all can, they're having a conference in Florida State University on uh, April 16th. You know what? So, I want to get down. I want to try and get down to that. I was actually, I was supposed to go back to work, too. But the thing is, at a push of a button, they they basically, you know, my intestinal problems come right back. They they can do it like that. It's incredible, and it's like, you know, like I said, I'm 100% healthy. I don't know what it is that the that they do. It's basically that microwave frequency that they hit me in the, in the gut. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people have implants in their body, and they sometimes start. They could be nanoparticulate and um, bigger implants, and a lot of times they start at the feet, they go to the knee, then they go to the groin area or the upper thigh, then they go to the middle of the chest. Sometimes they're in the arm or the hand, and then they go for the ear or the head, yeah. and um, sometimes the back or the shoulder. But for anybody who thinks they might have implants, they could actually hit those with certain frequencies, and they know how to give you the zapping sensation. There are things that you can do to shield yourself. So if you take black electrical tape, put it against that metallic thick foil tape, and then you do it to a piece of cotton, and you wear that on the inside of your clothing where you might have an implant, and if it stops the zapping sensation, then that might actually help show, you know, prove to yourself yeah, that you have yeah. some type of implant if you can't afford the scan. And um, Yeah, those scans, I mean, I would love to do that, but she, she's she got to drop the price on those because it's, I mean, you know, like I said, I've been out of work for five years now, and it's like, it's just tough to spend, you know, if I'm going to spend $1,000, I'd rather buy like an infrared camera and, uh, you know, a sonic detector and stuff like that to try and track down a signal instead of doing a scan. It's just a lot of money for me to do right now, you know. Uh, right. I would, but I, I would it, love to do it. Right. But if a TI can't afford to get, like I can't afford to get scanned right now, but I'm yeah. 99% sure I've got a microchip in my back yeah. um, and probably other parts of my body. But it seems like these are the areas that they're going for. They're using people like a human antenna. They're also using them like a cell phone um, where they can just dial them up and then deliver whatever pain they want. But there are methods that you can actually do to protect yourself, whether you know you have a chip or not, especially if you're getting a zapping sensation in a certain area. So I make Organite. I've given it to TIs. I wish I could give it to every TI. Some TIs are nice, and they send me a little money, and then it allows me to make more and give it to other TIs who can't 
you know, afford to pay anything. And that also helps. There are TIs who have taken the organite. They put it in the part of the, near the part of the body that's getting hit. And for some reason it it stops it. And I don't know if it stops it because it, it, again, it's a bunch of metals and crystals and seashells and copper. And if it scrambles the energy, whatever the signal is that they're sending. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tony, how would you uh, charge charge me to make me some organite? Um, I can send you a few, few pieces for free, and then if you want more, then, you know, if you could send me some money at least for shipping and materials, that would be good. But if you get my information from Derek, I'll send you some, Wes. Okay, I see. I'll get it from Derek, and then you you send me. Well, my, my email address, wbwb52 at live.com. And you can uh, email me. Uh, WBWB52 at uh-huh. live.com. Right. And my phone number is uh, 404-453-3364. Okay. So if you, if you call me or email or text me or whatever, and then I give you my address, and then you send me something, I'll I, I send a donation. So I might send you something for yeah, and just to let you know, if any, I would urge TIs to make this, but beware, if you do make it, you probably will have a black helicopter come. Uh, they don't do anything. Um, the last one hovered about 20 feet above the house, which was a little scary. I thought they were going to land and grab me. I was on the phone with Karen and Nancy. But anyways, um, they they don't like organite, and that's because it helps. Yeah, because I, I, I know I heard you say, told me how to make it, but... It would be the like, hardest thing for me to find some crystals. I could find everything else. If I, well, I saw, if I get some, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do some stuff with it. Well, for crystals, if you want to go the cheap route, you go to Home Depot. You get a 50-pound bag of pond rocks for $5. You get a cement block. You take a hammer. You go outside in the yard, and you start hitting away at the pond rock. And inside, what kind of, you get hold, hold, hold. What, kind of, what kind of rock now? Pond rocks. They're pond rocks. They're oh, they're pond rocks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The silver, uh, the smoother rocks, right? Uh, well, it's a fifty-pound bag, and they're most of them are quartz rocks. Yeah, my, my neighbor's got a whole bunch of them around their house. I was wondering why they got them things around their house now. You, you got to do, do a little yeah, fishing. And you when you hit, oh, sorry. When you hit the rocks, you can get out the crystals. That's the cheap way to go. You can go on eBay, and you can get, like, Tibetan Lemurian crystals. You'll pay, like, 3 or $4 maybe for 50 grams or whatever. So usually in my Organite, I use, a, you know, one of those good crystals, and then I use some other crystals that I get from busting up rocks, and it actually helps take out the aggravation because, you know, getting targeted, it, you have a little built-up uh, frustration yeah. and so yeah. hitting the pond rocks but you can wear safety glasses but a lot of the stuff you need you can get at the Dollar Tree store and I can explain well, that huh. okay well you still out. send me something you send me something I want, I'll send you something because you're helping people out but uh, I'm glad yeah, you sold the pond rocks it's, it's not going to solve it's not going to solve all your targeting but does it help? Yes I have to say it does help Listen, any th- any little thing helps. Yeah, yeah any little thing helps. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like mylar helps, organite helps, 
putting sea salt in water, putting extra virgin olive oil on little wads of toilet paper or tissue and sticking them in your ears. We have sensories at the beginning part of our ears. They go directly to our brains when they send frequencies. So blocking that, the extra virgin olive oil, it, it feels very soothing the next day. Some people are like, oh, it might feel yucky, but try it. It's not, you know, it's not that bad. It actually feels good. As a matter of fact, I saw I saw a lady buying a, a couple of bags of them pond rocks at the dollar store the other day that you mentioned that. And I was wondering why she was buying about three or four bags of them pond rocks. Yeah, but so you, you can get a huge 50-pound bag at Home Depot. And you just hit it with a hammer and crush them up. And you crush them up. And how do you know which one is the crystals? Uh, most of the pond rocks, they look like white, round rocks. Um, you can put them around your house, or you can start busting up with a hammer to get the crystals out. You'll know, you'll see the crystals. It almost looks like glass. And yeah. I have to, oh, no, go on. Sorry. And I have to say that when you bust up the crystal, the rocks, you're going to see some that are like white, clearish inside the rocks. You're going to see some that are like a smoky uh, black color, and you're going to see maybe some that are amber. The and the smoky. Dark ones are pretty powerful, and so are the amber ones, because I douse. I use dousing, a dousing bead to test things. And um, But you can get the crystals from the rocks. It's it's a little bit of work, but it's a cheap way to go. And what, what you don't, the part of the rock that isn't crystal, you can take those, put them in your yard. You can, you know, I mean, you can still use it. What about the rocks from the Canadian Shield? It's a giant landmass that goes for you can go go out there and collect rocks. There's the Canadian Shield's full of crystally rocks. It goes on it goes away like you could you can get lost and <clears throat> the Canadian Shield it, they call it the Canadian Shield because there's something there that there's minerals and stuff. Um and it, when if you're there you'll see it. It's shiny. It looks like almost like diamonds or crystals. So I'm just yeah. as, you're, as you're talking about that, I'm wondering if those those elements there, they're just sitting right out and open to be gathered. Can can uh, can reflect these frequencies? Yeah, I definitely, I I definitely believe I'm a crystal technology believer, and I believe they can use electronics with crystals to harm people, or we can use crystal technology to protect us. And I choose to use it to protect me. I mean. You know, they use it in computers and stuff and yeah. and electronics. Yeah. They basically, it seems like they just, you know, uh, certain people uh, have been getting targeted for 30 years, so they it seems like they've just been working on this technology and they got it to a perfection because, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty decent with electronics, but they had me, I didn't know what the heck was happening in the beginning, and I feel sorry for whoever does get targeted in the beginning because uh, we had some two two new people show up at the New Jersey meeting, and the one kid he didn't even know what the heck was going on. It was like, and that was like me in the beginning. I, I was basically I was running scared, and then you know <clears throat> you think of the gang stalking and this and that, but I think it's all electronics. I think they could basically induce this on anybody. Like I said, they do, even with uh, my brother and uh, sister-in-law, they do my nieces and nephews. They do my, my brother's dog. Basically, they killed off the first chocolate lab. He had intestinal bleeding just like me. 
And now this black lab, you know, is a rescue dog that they have. It's a a, a black lab uh, Rottweiler mix, but it looks like a black lab. And uh, basically, I had him over the house, and and they freaking zapped him. He took off up the street. Their trucks going by. I'm chasing him, and then all of a sudden, still to this day, its back legs are hurting. Like, and it, he's looking around. He looks up in the air. He knows something's hitting him. That's like that. That's why if you make if you make organite, and there were two people the other night, and they were complaining about their dogs having issues, yeah. and I said, get my contact information from Derek, and I'll send you some organite because yeah. I re- you can not only use it to protect yourself, you can use it on your animals. You can actually the organite that I make, the bottom layer is um, black obsidian crystals, copper, and seashell crushed. Seashells, and the dog um, here—he's a 200-pound English mastiff, and he was dragging his two back legs. He wasn't using them, and I I thought, "Oh my gosh, he's going to have to be put down." But I took the organite and I rubbed it from his head down his spine, down to his tail, and then down each of his legs. I kept on doing it, and um, he was able to walk the next day. And I wasn't the only TI who did this. So I know for some, I don't know if it's discharging the static electricity in there, but I don't know what it's doing, but it, it helped them. Yeah. And um, you know what? So you I, get I my contact information from Derek too, and I'll try to send you some. I try to send right. it to CIs when I can, because I don't have a lot of money either. But I try to get bargains on things and make it when I can. And um, yeah. I think maybe we got to do a trade. Actually, I'll I'll give you my number because I mean they they already have my number anyway because they they keep zapping my phone. If you want my cell phone number, it's uh, this is Antonio. It's two zero one nine five one three seven nine two. Okay, I'll give you a call. Yeah, so maybe we'll do a little trade off there. I'll make you one of these uh, transducers, and we'll, we'll do a little trade off. Yeah, and and, and and so when I send you the organite, try this with the dog. Take the side with the seashells and I just will. rub it from his head, down his neck, down his spine. I will. Yeah, I, I really feel for the animals and for TIs who have cats. Cats are suffering too. Yeah. And you can, the cats like the organite, but what you can do with a cat, um, Dr. Patrick Flanagan, who discovered the, he invented the neurophone in the 1950s when he was 12, and that has to do with this voice-to-skull technology and stuff. Anyways, he he was into pyramids, and he built he wrote a book called uh, Pyramid Power in the 1970s, and um, there is something with pyramids, but you can basically get boxes, cardboard boxes and make your cat like a little cat house out of pyramids and aluminum foil, layer different materials, make it big enough so he's comfortable to go inside and try something like that to give them some shielding from these energies. I would even say, because actually I have a pond outside, and this is how cruel they are, like my... My parents, you know, they're 70-plus years old, and uh, we have a small little pond and above-ground pool. And basically, my father was going out and buying, you know, small goldfish. You buy a dozen at a time, and these assholes, they just kept zapping a fish and killing them. So every day, I'd walk outside, and there'd be three or four dead. And actually, I got a couple of these uh, those rocks that you're telling. I got, like, the charcoal color, and it's got a little black in there. And they were zapping me in, in this side in the temple right now, and I just waved them past my head, 
and actually the zapping stopped, but then they just turned it right back on. So I think they do reflect them. It's either they absorb them or reflect them. Yeah, and the Shungite, the Shungite crystal, I urge people to look up on YouTube, Shungite, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. But um, shung, my Shungite stones, I put one in my ear, and I kept on hearing a popping sound, and eventually it stopped, and the energy or vibration in my head stopped too. And um, so I don't know. Crystals help, I have to say, rocks and... What the about animals that give off frequencies, like, crick, for example, crickets, um, certain, like, birds, and um, um, certain lizards as well? If that were in your environment, if you were being, say, if those frequencies were being, you're being hit by them, wouldn't, wouldn't those birds or those crickets, wouldn't those um, lizards, wouldn't they give off different sounds? Because sounds that we can't hear affect sounds that we can, because they're going to be... You know what I mean? That's true, but I think... Fre- those are natural frequencies. You know what I, I mean? think with these frequencies, it's basically like even uh, going back to Woody Norris, he basically invented the um, the sonogram. But he invented it basically just with uh, ultrasonic uh, hearing. And he sold it to whoever where they made it into uh, visual and, uh, and the sound. And he was like, with the ultrasound, you can go into the body and basically maneuver around. You can basically target a nerve in the body. That's like pinpoint accuracy with ultrasound. That's why I almost think it is ultrasound, the way, you know, you'll feel like uh, basically pins and needles kind of, you know, whatever. You'll feel like, you know, when they, when they pinch you or whatever, That that's what it feels like. It almost feels like it's, the, you know, the ultrasound. That's why I really wanted to talk to that guy and be like, listen, you got to teach me this technology and maybe he knows, maybe he knows the reverse engineering of that. Maybe he knows actually how to block this stuff. I don't know. This guy, he's pretty smart. He made he made his millions. He he just sold it. Like basically, he didn't care who he sold it to, just as long as he made money. But he didn't realize that certain people that bought his technology are using it against other people and basically killing off other people. They're doing more harm than good. It seems like the carbon-based products are very effective in helping to block or absorb these energies to make, you know, so when they want to reduce the carbon footprint, it's like they don't want any paper, everything goes electronic and this and that and the other thing. But, you know, meanwhile, they're cutting down the first 20 or 25 feet of branches off of trees, and I don't know why they're doing that, but it's probably so that these frequencies and energies can travel along the ground a lot easier because that would actually help absorb and protect people if there were trees. Like when I go back to my house in Connecticut, I'm going to plant bamboo everywhere. You know what, even my friend from Portland, I was telling him, my friend from high school, and he's like, listen, he's like, go up to New Hampshire or Maine, where go in a thick forest and see if it helps, you know, blocking the frequency. And I'm like, basically, I tried everything. Even in my swimming pool, I was underwater, and they were doing the, the voice projections to the gut on me. I, I can hear them, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This thing goes through water. That's why I almost thought it was a... Some sort of sonar also. I almost thought that they were using that, but like above ground, where I could basically penetrate through water too. I don't know how they did it when I was in the pool. 
Yeah, it's showing off. That's why all these fish and whales, all these whales and dolphins, always getting beached every every week. You find yeah. see it on the news. I think so. Actually, I sent something to Neil. Actually, this was like eight months ago, but I think he was a little sketchy, you know, because I'm like the newbie. And uh, basically, it was something in, in Sicily where it was uh, Caneto di Corona, where it was a small town on the water there. And basically, there were uh, mysterious fires popping up here and there throughout the whole town, like the electrical socket, the couch. Um, They they basically went to the extent of shutting off the whole power grid in the town, and still these fires were popping up. And I know Neil's house burned down, and I sent them, you know, uh, you know, basically the uh, the clip. I saw it on TV on the Discovery Channel, and. In, in Europe there, they had a certain commission came in there to try and track down a signal, and they were picking up all these different frequencies, and then all of a sudden they shut it down. And now they're assuming, you know, I, I was actually listening to something in Italian there where they were saying that basically it was like, um, they, they were saying either it's UFOs or it's basically somebody testing out some super electronics. And that's why I'm thinking it's like basically some EMP, you know, it's a high-powered one, but they're using basically like the same technology on us because they couldn't uh, they couldn't figure it out. Like they had the tri-field meters out there picking up all these signals, and um, it's kind of weird that they just dropped it and... Uh, you know, this happened, I guess, like almost 20 years ago or 15 years ago. But then last year, these mysterious fires started popping up again. The White House failed to jam drones. <clears throat> That's the weird thing. There's something that they're trying to cover up. They like well, they can't. Ba- the White House failed to ba- to jam them. So it's well, like the thing these, is, these, things, these fires out there, these these drones are orbiting. They can, they can barely be detected by the military. They can direct the, the thermal energy. Yeah. As soon as you can direct thermal energy, you can create. If you wanted to, you can create a fire. Oh yeah. So like to like to for the for them to say to you, to UFO before drones, yeah. I would go drones before UFO. Yeah. Well, un unidentified means drones basically, right? Well, there's a thing. I think it's all about the money because Amazon wants to use them to deliver stuff and, you know, a lot of people are looking into that to deliver packages here and there and so it's like if, you know, big corporations want to use it, I don't think uh, I I think our government's just going to, you know, go with it to get a little kickback. Oh, yeah, sure, we'll we'll let uh, drones fly around and meanwhile, you know, it's going to be Used for so much bad and good. I yeah, they're gonna be. Uh, they want to deliver pizza with them girls, man. Oh yeah, you're gonna have those things. Uh, listen, those things are gonna be crashing out of the sky because, uh, like Black Hat, basically they they know how to intercept those signals. These guys are just a bunch of hackers. They hack computers. They, you know, that's why I I I found some stuff where it's called Sky Grabber, where they can pick off the satellite signals. They can intercept those. It's basically if you propagate the same wave as the the satellite is given off, you can intercept that. That's like the IMS eye catcher that they're basically hacking. You know, to block my signal on my cell phone, and they can shut it down. You know, they can basically reset it at the touch of a button. And also well, once, like once, once we start waking up people, hopefully we get some hackers on our side to, to start hacking uh, for us. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, exactly. I, if I lived in Vegas, I would go to one of these conventions and be like, listen, uh, you know, we we need your help. <laughs> it's like we need to freaking track down signals. And if you go to like Hacker 5, you know, it's basically it's a couple that they, they introduce all these new products and they, they were hacking like planes going by. They were able to pick up the signals that the planes were giving off, you know, from the... Uh, from the transmitter to the receiver to the ground, you know, from the plane to ground, they were able to hack, all, you know, hack those uh, signals, and they can hack anything, basically. Yeah, once we start getting the information out, we're going to get some people to help us, man, like Anonymous and everybody. Once they figure it out, when they start hitting them and they start feeling like we feeling, and we get the information, we're going to get some soldiers. That's yeah. why every I, I, I'd rather talk to every brand-new T.I., because y'all got some good information. I don't want to talk to the old ones that's been around uh, every week asking the same questions. I want to get some new soldiers. Well, that's the thing. I want to use my brain while I still got it because they're, they're frying my skull. and That's why I'm trying to freaking build my energy back up. I actually, I just started taking amino acids, you know, because uh, it seems like they deplete those out of your body, too. And between, you know, I take calcium, magnesium, I take so many freaking different supplements, but it seems like, you know, they'll just zap me in the gut and kill off everything. And it's kind of funny because your nails actually tell you if you're if you're uh, vitamin deficient and I'm taking all these supplements and it's like I still get the white spots on my nails and I'm like, what the heck, I'm taking uh, so many vitamins and stuff like that, but it seems like they're just uh, draining it right out of my body. There's even domestic drone countermeasures and all all kinds of companies that are coming out now and that were announced by the magazines for for big comp corporate companies and stuff. They have basically signals to detect them now because if you're a corporate company, you you have you, they have them now, and they spy on the other companies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they can yeah. spy on them from a quarter mile away. Just, just to begin with, never mind. And this is not even talking about military drones. I'm just talking yeah. about drones that are available commercially. Well, that was like the military drone that uh, the terrorists ended up hacking into, and they basically grounded it. They were able to pick off the uh, the signal, and they basically started controlling it, and they were able to ground it. So. If they can do it, you know, I'm sure, like, the the people at Black Hat there, basically they're using the same technology. It's almost like I said, it's like the, the IMSI catcher where it could almost, like, pick out these frequencies. I know the IMSI catcher works off the GSM. Like, for your cell phone, like the older cell phones, they use a GSM network. And uh, basically that's what it does. It intercepts that signal, and if you see your cell phone, like mine was going from 4G, all of a sudden it get bumped down to 2G, and when it gets bumped down to 2G, that's how they can hack into the phone. It's basically oh, really? like, yeah, it's basically like a lower signal, and uh, you know they they had my phone basically. I got so much information on my old phone, so many videos. Uh, basically, I was using my old phone and holding it up to my stomach where they're doing all the vibrations to the gut, and I was able to record those, and it's all on my old phone, but now I turn it back on, and it's basically like they almost know when I'm turning it back on, and actually, I realized this, I guess, because we're such a kind of like a transceiver, like when I go to pick up my cell phone, the signal actually drops like two bars, 
So it's basically like I'm giving off a certain frequency or whatever frequency that's like helping to block that signal, which is kind of awkward. And I don't know if people get the same thing with the tri-field meter. I usually get like a very low pulse on the EMF side. It basically, it almost seems like a 0 0.01 of a pulse. It's always like pulsating. Even if I go outside, you always see like a small little pulse from 0 to 3 hertz on a magnetic on a tri-field meter. And I almost think that that's like the lock-on frequency that they're using to lock onto us. Or that's like the microwave auditory effect where it's like two propagating microwave frequencies and they just adjust one of the frequencies to induce like a 10 hertz pulse on you or something like that. Because basically the difference of those two microwave frequencies is the frequency that they're putting out. A lot of people are talking about these high frequencies, but a few were talking, they're using those as the carriers. Because yeah. there's something there that's low as well, and it's very, very suspicious because I cannot find an AM, like, I can't find, it's very hard to find the low-frequency detectors from zero and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, the tri-field, they have two different uh, frequencies, basically zero to 100 hertz and then zero to three hertz. But the thing is, with the tri-field, it doesn't give you, you know, it's always pulsating. Like, they usually play around with my tri-field meter, and they'll stab something in the vicinity, which is making it pulsate, and I don't know where it's coming from. It's tough to track it down. Like, I, basically, it's like uh, my metal filing cabinet in my room and my desk. You know, it seems like they're just locking onto that, sending out the pulse, and my tri-field meter is picking it up, but then they'll just turn it off, like, when I'm getting near, you know, a certain object. If you search for radio, for when this started happening, I was going all over the internet for radio frequency detectors and investigating it. When I was looking up the specs, none of them I could find were, there were missing specs. And every time I went to find the all-band ones, they were way up in price, and they were not even authorized for the public. Well, that's the so thing. A lot of this, a lot of... When you, when you have an all-band something for 30 grand if that's not authorized no exactly that's that's the thing it's like all this technology that we need if we had a radio telescope which like uh actually that was another thing i wanted to mention um with the ultrasounds sony and uh there were a bunch of people sony nasa i think also darpa and somebody else Sony actually worked on a patent where they can create the five senses. They could basically basically uh, project the ultrasound into your body and create these five senses with ultrasound. And Sony was working on that. I'm like, if Sony was working on that, I almost seem like we're in a freaking movie. And in the beginning, that's what I thought it was. You know, I thought it was one of my friends playing around. And I'm like, even my neighbors, I thought it was them doing it. And I'm like, this. You know, I was like, ha-ha, that is pretty funny, but then that pain ray is not so funny. Yeah, but the, isn't the pain, the deep, the pain that's deep in the body, isn't that more of the low frequency? I think so. So that's, not... that's why they were talking about the micros and the higher ones or the carriers of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, actually, I was speaking to T-Mobile and the... Um, 
the lady there told me that the the 4G can't penetrate through walls too good. The 2G is what penetrates through walls good. And I'm like, uh, I didn't really ask her that much detail. I wanted to see, like, what the different, you know, what the 2G frequency was and the 4G because it almost seems like, you know, your cell phone gives off a microwave frequency, your GPS does, um, you know, and your GPS is going to satellite. That's why I think it's satellite, you know. Basically, somebody hacked a satellite and is zapping, zapping us with it. But they're using multiple things, you know. They could be using drones. They could be using anything. I think it's a combination. Like if they're, if I'm getting so much feedback, even off of my floor, I'm getting the crazy, like the ground pulse that you know comes, you know that that's your main ground that goes, you know, from your your main power. I'm getting that pulse everywhere. This sound, and it almost seems like they got like one of their one of their antennas goes into the ground and one of them's in the sky and we're like the in between kind of, and they're making a circuit out of us. Yeah, like I mentioned before, the massive in, the massive weird sounds an AM radio can detect when you're yeah. being when you're being in that environment. So if anyone's there that's being harassed, if you dial it in in between the stations, you get feedback and get you get weird signals. Yeah, yeah. And that's why maybe that's what maybe AM is the actual frequency that they're harassing. Yeah, it could. Listen, it could. I was almost thinking of radio stations too. I mean, I have. Uh, I'm in New Jersey here by New York City, and I got CNBC and um, you know a couple of um, TV stations. But then I was thinking, you know, you have satellite radio. Say one of these idiots, they you know they got their own station, and while they're playing music, they're zapping you in between. They could be doing that because you know it's coming from satellite. Who's going to track that down? And that's why it seems like, you know, if it, uh, I almost think because they'll do, the, you know, the, the the vibrations to the gut or the voices to the gut on me. And I think it might be a little bit computer, but it almost seems like there's someone there 24-7 that, uh, you know, they know your next move. I don't get it. I mean, I know, you know, with computers, you could do some crazy algorithm and, uh you know, basically it's like recordings of uh, your every move, and then uh, a lot of it could be playback, but I think it's somebody there 24-7. Or it could be somebody in the United States during the daytime, and then somebody in Europe at nighttime, because that's their daytime. You know, it's a 12-hour difference. Well, I want to attempt to record the signal noise that's kind of like in the background that's falling around the house. Yeah. I I just don't I'm trying to when I when I meet when I make when I put out some money I need to know exactly what to This what tra- I'm going to I'm going to try I'm going to try and put this on the website. I'm going to try and do the video clip. Actually, I want to play the clip for you. I don't know if you can he- hopefully you can hear it. If you start getting feedback, let me know. I'm going to play this clip. You can hear all the pitches. This is just from the adapters that are plugged into my power surge. You hear that screecher noise? Yeah. 
Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, and basically that was three different adapters that were plugged into my uh, power surge right there. And and one of the power cords that was charging up my iPad. That's how that's how many frequencies were coming out of three different adapters. That was it. Actually, even with the touch screens, like I'm touch, I'm trying to turn this thing off, and with my my finger, it won't even. Uh, I don't know. They do something with the touch screens where they basically like neutralize your your touch to the screen. But that I don't want to put on the internet. And actually, that piece is is very cheap. You know, like I said, it's basically it's like a, a mini uh, fishing. Uh, like the fishing string that you buy, it's that that plastic thing that holds the fishing string. It's yeah. a mini reel like that with just fine cable wrapped around it and a piece of metal in the middle and two wires coming off of that. And that's what's picking up all these different frequencies. And basically, uh, you know, like I said, I did the one video where I'm getting one solid frequency over the ground and two pulse frequencies and one like I said, is every 15 seconds, and the other one is sporadic. It was basically all over the place, and it was like a crazy, I don't know, it was, it was so many different, it was just like a gargling noise kind of feedback coming through. <clears throat> and I, I mean, that picks up anything. Like you go by, if you go by the lights in your house, you pick up the different pitches coming out of the lights, um, you know, even in like the cables in the house. You know, any your those, adapter cable. Any of those lights, those luminous lights or whatever they are, they're they're harassing. They they time their their timing is is completely any form of timing or spacing. Yeah. And they and they're and they're and there's there's pulse there something's pulsing through those. I know that. Because yeah. I always have to turn those off. Yep. Well, I figured out this, like my, I have a laser printer, and whenever I turn it on, it actually affects my, uh, I got to get rid of these mercury energy, energy saving bulbs in the basement here, but the mercury energy bulbs start like flickering whenever I turn on my laser printer. So it's like the, the frequency from the laser printer is, is basically, I don't know, combining with the, the frequency from the light bulb. It's affecting that, which is kind of weird. So that's why I think when you're walking around a house, like even the lights, I think that's how they almost sense you because you're basically absorbing all that energy or basically maybe, you know, it's almost like a um, you're like draining a little bit of that power coming out of there and they could just like sense you walking around the house. I don't know how the heck they do that within the house. The worst thing is I turn off the power to stop all the electricity. I I. I close my eyes I see dark it looks like a static yeah you, you could see, see like flashes they do that the TV and yep. you turn on TV and it's all static that's what yeah. it's like when I close my eyes to try to sleep I see static that's, yeah. that's what it's come to and, I can, and I've lost the ability to go to go into a sleep they actually I, I don't know resting. like I've tried this when I'm sleeping I'll put my hand like when that's happening I'll put my hand over my eyes, and it actually, it kind of helps. Like, you don't see the flashing as much, but then they'll just turn it up a notch where they just zap you harder, and they get by that. And basically, I had this problem with the eyes. Like, I'll get, like, a little white teardrop in the corner of the eye, 
or I get like the, the the trails going around. I'll get like all these different spots, and they're all like flickering kind of and moving around. That's that's the microwave frequency hitting you. Like they're usually hitting you in the side of the head, and I, I get that a lot. And basically, they've even like three times. You know, I haven't smoked pot in four years. Three times they actually zapped me where I freaking I blacked out. They they zapped me so hard they knocked me out. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor. I'm like, what the heck, man? And if you put anything metal around me, you can hear it, like, popping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they and they even do. I have, like, um, the old cast iron pipes in the house, but I have some plastic piping for the drainage. And, like, in my bathroom, they target one area where it's right next, you know, the, basically you hear, like, a little click on, on the plastic pipe. Like I said, they they basically target all the pipes in the house. That's what explains the smells. Yeah, yeah, and, and you all, know what? I used all to kinds smell. of offensive smells. I know yeah. they can probably focus on deposits like they're harmful, say chlorine. Yep. They yeah. Focus on so when people are talking about they're being poisoned or they're smelling the chemicals, it could be from these thermal lasers by focusing on them mm-hmm. and moving them around. Yeah, because I've smelt like burning plastic, and I'm like, what the heck is that smell? And meanwhile, I'll touch one of my adapters that are plugged in, and the thing is, like, hot to the touch. They're just, like, frying it up. And just like you said, it's like if you have something sitting in the house that, you know, if it gets heated up and it gives off a certain odor... You know, they'll just freaking heat it up, and you won't know, you know, what the heck is going on. You'll smell the smell, and you're like, what the heck is that? And meanwhile, you know, they're just, like, basically cooking something up with the microwave. And that's another thing. Like, we almost seem like the fork in the microwave. Because, like, you know, they'll do, like, the static charges. I'll touch something, and boom, I'll get a nice zap. And that's, like, the, almost the same thing, like, if you stick a fork in a microwave. You know, I've never done that. I saw a video, but the thing is, like, sparking up like crazy. And that's what it seems like they're doing with us. They're charging us up that we're giving off all these freaking, uh, Yeah, I'm, know, being, I'm being shocked every day, static yeah. shocked every day, and my hair stands up when I'm still. Yeah. Well, they got my hair. They, I mean, they're, they're frying my scalp, and you can actually see, like, burn... It almost looks like, uh, you know, some skin disease or whatever, but it's like I feel them, like, burning my scalp. And uh, even with my hair, my hair is so brittle that they're just frying my head. It's like I actually use a little bit of coconut oil in my hair just to try and moisten it up, but it seems like they they just fry it even more. Mm Mm-hmm. These people, they really don't have any mercy. I don't know. And when I do mm-hmm. shield or try to shield myself, they use a more intensive countermeasure against that. Yeah. So I'm at the point right now where it's almost they make they make it worse because you're, I'm going to wind up burying myself in material that like aluminum or. You know what? Lead. That's half the that's half the thing too. It's like you know, people have tried the Faraday cages, and I wanted to build one for myself, but they're like they can get through it. And actually, I was doing some testing on the uh, the Fios box, which basically is surrounded in a. Um, they're doing an echo now. It's surrounded by, um, you know, it's basically inside a, a Faraday cage that circuit board, 
And with my little transducer, I'm picking up the frequencies coming out of there, which you shouldn't be able to. So frequencies do get by Faraday cages. If they turn it up, you know, if they turn it up a notch. And actually, the only cable I can't pick out a frequency out of is like the cable that's coming into the house. But they are sending frequencies into that. I don't know if they tap into something on the street, like they lock onto the you know the main connection on the street or the box on the street because my TV will flicker. It'll basically freeze, or the pixels on the TV screen get like large and it freezes. And you always see like weird things happening with the TV, like they they're basically targeting that too. And even to try and get on this call tonight, it took me about a half hour. I even I took out the uh, the cordless phone and I plugged in a, a, a landline. And with the buttons, they were actually there's something with the buttons that they can like, yeah, disable the buttons. Listen, I was locked out. I I was locked out of my own conference call for like two hours. Really? I didn't hear I, from you all night. I finally was able to get back on another phone. Really? They they did that to me with my landline, with the cordless phone. I was gonna. Try, I even tried with the uh, the cell phone to get onto this call for a half hour. I was battling. Even last week, I wanted to get on your call, John, and this, I I couldn't do it. They sh- they froze my computer. I'm trying to get I, on the SEC website. I gotta I gotta wrap up the recording while it's working. All right, John. I, I actually I wanna I wanna talk to you further. Uh, you know. It was actually, it was good that I got on this call tonight. I had to battle to get on this call. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me just, let me just wrap up the recording. Okay. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.